for Greg Carrasco. Kick it. Whoa, it's the Greg Carrasco show. Get this party on the road. How fast can this right go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guests from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn. He's even followed by your mom. Broadcasting live. Here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock. The guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk. Shoot facts like a tomahawk. So entertaining. Turn up the station. There's no more waiting. This show is beginning. It's too late to escape. Let's go. Here's your host. Greg Carrasco. Hey everyone, these are the one and only Island Boys. I just want everyone to go listen to Greg Carrasco show on TSN 1050. Canada's largest and coolest automotive radio show, man. I'ma keep it like an island boy. Go watch the show right now on TSN 10:50. Oh, great Karen's go show. It's real old list. The Canada largest and coolest automotive radio show from the island boy. <laughs> wow, is that an endorsement or what? Right there, folks. In my opinion, are two of the most, <laughs> oh boy, two of the most influential musical <laughs> sure, <laughs> personalities that uh, last year uh, gave us as a gift. And for all of you that are wondering, yes, we are live this morning. This is the first show in a month in which yours truly, Slacker number one is here talking to you, and I am so happy to be back. Good morning, Toronto. Good morning, GTA. Good morning, world. It is a fine, bright day, and I am super, super happy to report for duty this morning. The phone lines will be open all day and i want to discuss discuss the the madness that's going on right now 416-870-1050 is the phone number 416-870-1050 is the phone number today is saturday january the 8th and we are live here the carrasco show if you are first tuning in here and this is this is new for you you know, traditionally I call this, which it is, the, the largest automotive radio show in Canada, but I don't like talking about cars, although car advice is the only advice that you should ever, ever, ever take from me because everything else, I'm just like you. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to figure things out. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. A big shout out to the crew there, boat stores. Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity for the year 2021 had the most successful year in 29 years. What? What? Carrasco knows what he's doing? What do you mean? I thought it was just this loud mouth on the radio. Well, you know, we need to compartmentalize. You know, this is, this is a radio show. You know, I can't make it all about business. I can't just talk about Absorption ratios and KPIs. No, 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 no. You know, we leave that for the office. 
We run a tight ship. We run a tight operation. And last year was the most successful year that Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity has ever had. And I'm super proud to be working with a group of people who make me look even better. <laughs> because I am the least important person in my organization. I'm just there for the looks. I'm just there for the beard. You know, it's getting all oh, white. Oh, yeah. That's right, baby. You know, it's all white. And after December, that was a mierda show. Uh, I can, <laughs> I can share so many things with you, but, uh, look, the phone lines are open. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. And whatever you want to talk about it, whatever you want to talk about, it, we're here. We are here for you. Now, because we need to pay the bills, I need to remind you of a couple of things. Um, at Oakville Nissan right now, uh, this is what I can say to you. If you haven't seen my ad, you will see it soon. But in my opinion, Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity are two of the safest places that you can go and buy a car. Like, I mean, you are so safe that if you don't want us, we won't even look at you because we don't even know how this thing is transmitted anymore. If you don't want to talk to us, you don't even have to. You can literally just stand in the parking lot and yell at us and say, Hey, let's go. This is what I want. Or you can just buy a car online. But... We, if you are lucky enough to be allowed, because in the People's Republic of Canada, the government decides who who works and who doesn't, and uh, because nothing makes sense anymore, we need to uh, we need to protect <laughs> our jobs with our lives, um, because you never know when the government or or Big Brother is going to say to you, "Ah, oh, sorry, you can't work." <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, you can go and hang out with hundreds of people at Walmart, but you can't try to stay healthy and go to the gym. Get the booster! <laughs> Stupid. Get the booster! That's gonna change things! Well, anyways, I, I digress for a second. But anyways, so right now, <laughs> if you still need transportation, you can get a Nissan Kicks S. I can't say Kicks S. They got mad at me. It's a play on words. Relax, people. What happened to your sense of humor? Nissan kicks ass <laughs> for $55 a week plus tax with only $17.95 down on a 24-month lease. Leases don't make sense, people. Nobody wins. You lose. I lose. But I have to offer this a good deal. At a glance, if you want to get into the cycle of renting cars for the rest of your life, go do it. it. Makes no sense. I think a better deal is what's happening in Infinity. In Infinity, you see, the, we've been waiting for new cars from Infinity Canada for like uh, 87 years. So we finally got a new car. It's like, what? We make new cars. The new Infinity QX60 has just arrived, and these things have been sold out. I don't know, for like three years. So we've been waiting for this thing for like ever. So it, we honestly thought that they were just playing with us. Like they were showing pictures of this really nice car. But it finally landed. Like what? They're here? I can touch one? So they're here. And for some reason, I uh, we have some extra ones. And uh, they are like unicorns. You can't find them anywhere. So if you are in the market for a, an Acura MDX, or an Audi Q7, or anything that has to do with full-size seven-passenger um, SUVs, although it's not the biggest vehicle that we make at Infiniti, um, the uh, the brand-new, all-new Infiniti QX, 
QX60 is absolutely stunning. And we have a few extra ones. So I think that if you want to drive a brand new car with all the shiny toys, you can come and see me. Um, the phone lines are open. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. And uh, I want to know whatever's in your mind. Just share it. Let it all out. If you're frustrated, if you're mad, if you're going crazy, if you think that this is all insane, I want to know about it. Let's discuss it. I think it's important that we keep the dialogue open. Suppressing opinions, suppressing ideas, suppressing arguments. You know, the best way to get rid of bad ideas is sunlight. Bring those ideas to the forefront. Discuss it. Then you kill those bad ideas with better ideas. That's the whole point of conversation. We are going to have an awesome show this morning, folks. I'm going to tell you what happened to me in December. I got the Rona. Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus. I survived the Rona. And I'm going to tell you everything about my experience because it's not what you think it is. It's not what you've been told that it is. And I know that it's my own personal anecdote and there's a lot of bad, you know, things happening out there and some people getting really sick. But... You know, I am a strong, like bull, healthy 50-year-old male who has no comorbidities, who doesn't smoke, who barely drinks, who doesn't do any drugs, believe it or not. I'm high on life, baby. Just high on life. We're going to discuss it. I'll tell you what I went through, and i tell you what else um, I discovered over December, which was a very, very, very interesting month for me folks if you're just tuning in you're listening to canada's okay hold on a second if you're just tuning in you are listening to the people's republic of canada's largest automotive radio show that is not it's it's not about cars it's about you you and you and you're gonna call me 416-870-1050 is the phone number the show is brought to you by oakville nissan and oakville infinity and there is where i live there is where slacky number one lives let's take a short break we'll be right back What's up, sports fans? First get approved to consolidate your debts into one simple payment. Don't go messing with mom's love. Alpine credits. Some conditions apply. Fisra license 12616. Hey, everyone. These are the one and only Island Boys. I just want everyone to go listen to Greg Carrasco's show on TSN 1050. Canada's largest and coolest automotive radio show, man. I'm going to keep it like an island boy. Go watch the show right now on TSN 1050. Oh, Greg Carrasco show. It's real old list. The Canada largest and coolest automotive radio show from the island boy. (laughs) Let it play, man. Come on, let it play. Here comes the bass, man. Come on. Oh, yeah. I dare you not to bob your head. There you go. Come on. We need some political 
civil activism. We need some protest music this morning. We need to take the power back. That's right. Yes, folks, we are live this morning. I was sick. Got me some slack, people. I got the Rona coronavirus. I got the coronavirus in December. Some irresponsible jackass that was vaccinated thinking that having a runny nose was synonym with I'm not contagious. Like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> we all know it doesn't stop you from getting sick and it also doesn't stop you from spreading it. Can you people wake up? You know, all everything that is going to stop this is common sense. It's very, very simple stuff. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. Yes, we are live today. It's Saturday, January the 8th, and it's 817 in the morning. I don't know how many times I'm going to tell you this. I know that uh, my beloved station decided to run repeats the same show three times in a row. I'm sorry about that. I am really, truly sorry. Stuff happens. We move on. That's it. We move on. But the lines are open. And I want to know what's on your mind. Uh, you know, in the, in the car industry, we're lucky enough that we, we, we are considered to be essential services. So we are able to keep our doors open and, and, and it's great. But, uh, you know, I want to bring something to your attention because, um, you know, this thing is spreading everywhere and uh, we've done everything that we've been told. You know, we complied. So it ends, but it because it will never end because we complied. And that's what it seemed to be happening right now. And, uh, look. If you happen to have an outbreak at your store, and I'm talking about the car industry period here, the car industry. If you happen to have an outbreak at your store, it is most likely, okay, never mind the staff because we're going to leave the staff out of here. It is most likely going to happen because, or, or it's going to come in through sales or the service counter. Okay, I'm going to repeat this. If you have an outbreak at your store, it is most likely going to come in through your sales department or through the front counter at your service department. Why? You may ask. Why? Will it come through there? Folks, the sales department doesn't have a choice but to talk to strangers. And we all know that people don't care. So if you do happen to have an outbreak in your sales department and you are part of the other departments of your store, be kind. We don't want to be talking to strangers and be exposed to this thing every single day. But guess what? If we don't, the company stops. Imagine what would happen if you have sales. I don't want to talk to this person because I feel unsafe. I feel unsafe. Imagine what would happen if every single frontline worker at a car dealership, salespeople and service riders said to you, I don't want to talk to the customers because they won't tell me what's wrong with them. And if they're, if they're showing no symptoms because, you know, some people just don't and they walk around as if they, I, there is something that I don't understand. I, I, and I don't, I don't get this. You know, you could be vaccinated and you go into a restaurant and infect everybody and you, it, that's okay. And then you're not vaccinated, you go to a restaurant and you affect everybody, and you are a criminal. How does that work? <laughs> I don't get it. I, I, it's, it's, maybe I am just too dumb to get this. And you have to remember that I'm just the car guy. You know, what do I know? 
When's the last time I read anything important? You know, I spend all my time on TikTok or Instagram because that's what I do, right? I don't get the logic of all this nonsense that's happening right now. I don't get it. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. I want to know your opinion. I want to know what's on your mind. I want to know what you're really thinking. And you know, look, I will continue to have a healthy exchange of ideas. I don't want any conspiracy theorists here, man. I don't, don't, don't. I mean, if you're wearing a tinfoil hat, don't, although it's good radio and I have to do it because that's what we talk about. Um, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I, I don't. If you want to have a healthy conversation with me, call me. I just feel terrible for the number of people that yet again, our government is making stay home, losing their business. They don't know what to do with their kids. If you're a single parent right now, you are done. You are done and you need to rely on the kindness of your employer to bring your kids to work because nobody wants to stay home. If you stay home, you can't pay your bills. We are creating a generation of dependence. We are making people dependent on the government. We're making businesses dependent on the government. And guess what? The government doesn't have any money, folks. The only money the government has is the money that they take from you. How long are we going to keep buying the snake oil that is being sold to us? Look. I would hate to be a politician during a time like this because you can never make everyone happy. But, you know, here is what's happening. Every politician is trying to make everyone happy, and that is the problem. Anyone can deal with anything, but nobody can deal with everything. At some point, you need to commit yourself to an idea and stop messing around with making everyone happy. You will never be able to do this. Stick to a philosophy, give us a goddamn direction, and let's go. But right now, we have done everything that has been asked of us, and look where we are. This doesn't make sense. And I'm upset because I see... Loved people. I see my loved ones losing their jobs. I see my loved ones trying to ask themselves, like, what? We've done everything. We have done everything. And we're still here. I encourage, and look, man, and we need to be very careful with this because I, I, I want to make sure that you understand that this is an open communication show. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. I encourage everyone to go and get vaccinated if they want to. Everyone, go do it now. Get 20 vaccines in you. You know, my family in Chile, Austin, oh, by the way, Austin is my beloved producer on the other side here. He's a very, very handsome young man that he makes the show go all, you know, smooth for me. You're Austin, thank you so much for being on the other side, brother. Uh, of course, Greg. Thank you for coming back. And you're far too Mer kind. You're far too kind. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. You know, I'll tell you this, folks. I, you know, I left Chile when I was young, man, because I, you know, Chile was under the Pinochet regime. You couldn't even think something that disagreed with the government because if you did, they'll kill you. That's where I came from. They would literally make you disappear and kill you. That's where I came from. 
And all you had to do was just think differently because you're not allowed. I mean, that's one of the first things that goes away is the freedom for you to be able to speak your mind. We couldn't do that. I was a young, young, beautiful young man when I left Chile. I wasn't 18 yet. I left on my own, so I left everyone behind. So now, when I talk to the family in Chile, you know, did you know, Austin, that in Chile, they already have four shots in them, and they're pushing for the fifth one? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> they have four shots in them, and they're pushing for the fifth one. And I can tell you this. Uh, I, it's like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? People are, people are glowing in Chile. They have so much chemicals inside them. <laughs> We're going the same direction. Oh, folks, you know, we have Dominic from Vaughn on the line. Dominic Aragusa, you know, he pops up all over my social media. Dominic, what's in your mind, man? Talk to me. Oh, by the way, 416-870-1050 is the phone number. We are live, and I want to know what you think. Am I, go am I losing my mind? Am I alone on this? Dominic, what's going on? Greg, good morning. Good morning. I'm, I'm so upset uh, this week. This, it just, I, I just can't believe what's happening. You know, if you would have asked me years ago that I would have to present a passport to go and get a burger, I would have said, you know what, you're crazy. In the greatest country in the world, this would never happen. No, 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 no. This is it not, man. I'm sorry. We, Greg. you know, we used to be. It used to be, but we left it in the hands of incompetent children. You we know, have a child that never accomplished anything important at the helm. What do you think is going to happen? You can't, you can't uh, discount Doug. Doug is part of this. I, 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 you know what? I, I, I'm sure Rob Ford is rolling in his grave right now because there's no way Rob would have let this happen. No way. I can't believe what Doug is doing, too. It's, it, it's, it's nuts, you know, Greg. Look, I, I cannot believe most of the stuff that's going on right now. And unfortunately, this is the price you need to pay to be in public office. You become a target, just like I am here. You know, people are constantly taking shots at me. They don't even know me. These people have never shaken my hand, and they seem to have an idea of who Greg is. That's the problem. You are, you wanted to be in that front office. You want to be in the top spot. Guess what? Now you are responsible for this, for everything. You, the buck stops with you. I wish I could live in feudal Japan in the 1500s when you dishonor your family. You had something that you needed to do, and we all know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Craig. But, you know, Dominic, thank you so much for uh, calling the show, man. I really appreciate it. Folks, the lines are open. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. And, yes, we are live. Today is January the 8th. It's 827 in the morning. So don't be a slacker. Call me. I want to know what's on your mind. Um, we have Stephen. That wants to talk about, I don't know, let's see. Steven, you have a few seconds to keep my attention. What's going on, brother? Okay, Greg, uh, Happy New Year, the whole thing. Happy New Year to you. Uh, Greg, you're a beautiful person. Just don't tell anybody. That's the problem, okay? Oh, boy. And Greg, <laughs> two things. I just thought I'd try, try to make you laugh. But the first one, uh, <laughs> two serious questions. Bitcoin and self-driving tractors. Self-driving tractors. <laughs> I just heard you this know, on the business news the other day, and I'm going, what? <laughs> well, this is the only thing I can say to you. I, I wish I knew enough about Bitcoin and uh, NFTs and this 
meta world because apparently you can buy real estate. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you can buy real estate in this virtual world now, and in real estate in, in the meta in the metaverse is like booming. And uh, look, man, I, I I like the idea of buying real estate. In fact, I I'm looking right now at buying a place in the land of the free, in a place where you can actually be you, and uh, people will try to respect your rights, anyways. So hey, Greg, I'm looking I at a place in Florida. What's so that? I can make your day. Greg, sure. You know, it's going to be chilly today, but I guarantee you, it's going to be hot tamale. Oh my god. Have a good day, brother. Oh my god. <laughs> have, a, have a good day. Let's talk to Art and uh let's see what he has to say. You know, Art, the only thing I can say to you is that you know, let's this is a healthy exchange. So let's talk. So Greg, first of all, I appreciate the show. We've been uh listening the last few weekends. It's a great show. It's a good thing. Thank you. Doing. Even though there were reruns, it was not live. Today is live for us. Folks, 416-870-1050 is the phone number. And uh, before I continue, Art, I, I shout out to my uh, very, very good friend, Gary Bowman, that's listening to the show. And it's not that I'm popped up this morning. This is what happens after you get coronavirus. And also, you're drinking some scotch at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. What? <laughs> Art, what's going on, man? So, I, I got a question for you. So, yep. how was it that a few months ago... We've had yeah. the uh, the border closed to the state with about a thousand cases. Yeah. Now we've got fifteen to sixteen thousand cases, and the border is completely open. You've got eighty thousand people in the states going to football games, twenty thousand going to <clears> hockey <throat> games, and we're just letting people in and out like it's no problem, like nothing makes sense. There's no consistency in what the government's doing. And it's listen, you know, you know when they lost me truly, when they lost me, my son graduated from UFT back in November. And that they were not allowed to have an in-person convocation. And the same day, there were 10,000 people watching the hockey game. Like, are you serious? Like, are we dumb? What's wrong with us? When, what happened to our critical thinking? What happened to us saying, wait a second, like, how does this make sense? But somehow, we just keep obeying and obeying and obeying and obeying. And obey, I know that this sounds really, really annoying right now, folks, but after that, we keep obeying and obeying. And, and nothing ever changes. If what we were doing worked, we wouldn't be where we are today. And that's the part that I don't understand. Arts, talk to me. So, yeah, I mean, I've got, you know what, it's funny. Like, I've got so many, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'll tell you, I've got so many different cases. So... I'm in the construction industry, and we've yep. got projects where we're refurbishing um, city halls, refurbishing, like, theaters, refurbishing, like, other places. But in two years, we haven't been able to put more hospital beds to alleviate this ICU issue that we're having with, you know, people not being able to be admitted. Um, and it's just, like, like nothing, absolutely nothing makes sense. And the fact that people allow this to happen and just, like, you know, have no... No fight back. I think the biggest fight back, the biggest protest we had in this country was Indian farmers, you know, complaining about uh, what was going on there. That's the biggest outcry in Canada in the last well, 20, years. You know, years. my biggest concern, Art, is that we are shutting down dialogue. Like, I'm, I'm surprised that I'm still on air, man. <laughs> I am. Because even though I consider myself a natural skeptic, and uh, I am not married to my ideas. I am perfectly willing to talk to somebody that thinks the complete opposite of what I think and entertain the fact that I may be wrong. 
Because if I don't entertain that fact, that makes me a radical. It makes me an extremist. And I'm not. I came from an extremist, radical country, and I know what ideologues sound like. And I'm not one of them. I'm willing to have a conversation. But that's what scares me the most, is that we are shutting down conversation. Why? Because we disagree that makes me a bad person? What's wrong with you? Like, honestly, get over yourself. Have you considered the fact that you may be wrong? I think about that all the time. And you know, so, you when know, I... Go ahead. No, so what I was going to say, so my son is actually with me, and he's all into politics, and he was like looking into becoming a politician. Now, he's only, he's turning 16 this year, so he's like, you know, way ahead of uh, his thought, I guess. But it's like everybody you talk to, when they say, when you get into politics, everything changes. So you become uh, it, just a puppet of the, of the, of the market. Well, look at it this way. I mean, whatever happened to all these people that used to claim, you know, my body, my choice, just no means no. You know, we need to take down the patriarchy. We need, you know, you need to shut the system down. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yes, okay, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. I'll take it. I'll take it. What happened? What happened? Crazy, Anyways, Art, thank you so much for the phone call, man. I really appreciate you listening to the show. Let's talk to Lynn uh, on the whole picture about this. Lynn, let's talk. Let's have a conversation. We are live. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. I want to know what's on your mind. Talk to me. Lynn, well, what's up? Greg, I guess what's on my mind is you can blame everybody except when you blame the provincial government. I don't understand where their mentality comes from because... The provincial government has everything to lose and nothing to gain by doing shutdowns and stuff like that. They lose all their income. So whatever is driving it, it comes from the federal level and the U.N., your World Health Organization. That's where this is coming from. I, I don't understand what you're saying, Lynn. I, you know, help me understand. Well, you've got to look at the big picture. Like, what does the provincial government, every time they do a shutdown, their revenue drops, yet they're having to pay out more money. So that doesn't, there's nothing for them to gain in this. People are saying, oh, they have stuff to gain. They don't. Well, yeah, actually, I, I don't know if I quite agree with that, because I can tell you this. You know, we are setting the groundwork right now to continue to increase taxes, because at some point, somebody's going to have to pay for this. And, and, and the money is going to come from us. And, and this is what a lot of people fail to understand. And I said it earlier on the show. Governments are not revenue-generated entities. No. Governments are revenue redistributing entities. So before they do anything good with money, they need to take that money from someone and that someone is the citizenship. So the more they give themselves the freedom to take from you, they, the more they're going to be able to just continue to grab tax dollars. So look at it this way. The average Canadian has to work five months before they can actually take a penny home because for the first five months of the average Canadian, you are literally just working for the government. Look at your tax bill from last year and look how how much money you paid in taxes and you know what's going to happen now the government continues to just give free handouts and handouts and handouts and handouts the, the tax revenue has stopped but eventually it's going to have to reactivate it look lynn i at some point we're going to have to understand that this thing is here to stay that we are all going to have to get it you know whether you're vaccinated or not you're going to get the rona no matter what 
So once you come to terms with that idea, you will know that you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. And when that happens, we are going to have to pay all this money back. And the only way you're going to pay this money back is by raising your taxes. So all these people right now, and you know what's going to happen? I mean, when, because, you know, our, uh, the, um, the head of the People's Republic of Canada right now cannot stay in power forever. I know that he would like to because that's what, uh, that's what authoritarian dictators like to do. Wants to take the power. They don't want to ever give it back. But unfortunately, he will go away and the next, the, the next administration is the one that's going to be forced to raise the taxes to be able to pay for all the money that has been wasted. But Lynn, thank you so much for the phone call. I really appreciate it. Pete from North Bay, I want you to go nowhere. We need to take a short break and come back to this discussion. Folks, we are live and I want to know what's on your mind. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. The, the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople and there is where I live. We try to keep the, the straightest moral compass at the store open for conversation. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. The Greg Carrasco Show. Let it roll for a second. I love the intro to the song. I think the name of the song is called If I Had a Heart. Is that what it's called? Um, I think the first time I heard it was at... Um, the intro of a show called Vikings. I think I could be wrong, but you know, I think that that's that's their that's their theme song. Um, let's talk to. Oh, by the way, you're listening to the Greg Carrasco show, and we are live today. I know I was off. I had the coronavirus, and um, I uh, I, <laughs> I survived it. Um, I had it in December, and uh, uh, so we had to do some reruns uh, for a few weeks because uh, I did my civic and civil duty to. Uh, um, you know, lock myself in and uh, not leave my uh, my condo for uh, a couple of weeks. That was a very interesting experience. Um, you know, and now I understand who actually thinks the coronavirus is serious. You know, the funny thing is that everybody says, "Oh, this is this is like your life is gonna end. You're gonna die." And then those are the people that don't call you when you when they hear that you have coronavirus. Like, what? I thought you thought it was serious. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> you you didn't. So you didn't think I was gonna die? And you didn't call me? What? Are we, are we even friends? <laughs> People are so fake, man. Stop it. Pete from North Bay, please, what's, go what's on your mind? Oh, just uh, up here in North Bay, living the dream, building myself a off-the-grid cabin, because sooner or later I'll need somewhere to live. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. You know, I decided that I'm not going to build my... I, I was going to do that. I bought a farm up in Georgina, you know, close to Keswick. And I love people from Keswick and Georgina, man. I was I was in love with the people up there. But, uh, you know, I, I was commuting almost three hours a day. It was like, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not... I, I'm not ready for this yet. 
And uh, so I decided to do something different. I, I'm gonna, I, I'm looking at buying a place in Florida. I'm, I'm gonna go to Florida, man. The, uh, I need to, I need to get out of the, the claws of communism and, uh, and get into something a little bit of normalcy in my life. So let's see, let's see what, I, where I can find it. But talk to me. What's going on, man? What's on your mind? Well, I, uh, I ran it by my wife as well to go to Florida, but she wouldn't have any of it. But, uh, so anyway, oh, I'm sorry about that, man. Great job. She's got a great you know, job did, at the Collingwood Hospital, and okay. uh, she's had her two shots, but I'm guessing that they're going to mandate awesome. a third shot, and she told me she's, uh, she's had enough shots, so I guess uh, so. we're going to sell in Wasega and move to North Bay, so yeah, that's the plan. That's awesome, and uh, do you have anything else to contribute to, to the show, Pete, this morning, in, other uh, than the fact yeah, that I yeah. love you for listening? Um just, uh, I don't know if your grandma's still alive, but I heard she was the one who uh, brought you up or helped you as a young lad. No, man, she's been gone for a long time, for a long I, time, brother. I, I'm sorry to hear that. But no, it's okay. She could have told you uh, what's going on uh, these days, or she would have had some insight on that anyways, I'm sure, if you were able to talk to her. So, anyways, you take oh, care. Okay. Keep up. Thank uh, you, Peter. Thank you so much for for listening to the show. Uh, let's talk to Mike in Scarborough. Mike in Scarborough, talk to me. You, you're talking to the great... Mike is not there, Austin, no? I'm here. Or Cambridge. No, I'm should be there, Mike. The... You there, buddy? I'm here. Okay, Mike, talk to me. You're, you're talking to the uh, to Greg Carrasco himself. What's in your mind? I, I know. I know who you are. Thank you for taking my call. No problem, man. I'm there's, here for you. So, so there's like two types of people in Canada. There are entrepreneurs and employers who make up 60% of the employment in Canada who generate revenue, a tax base. And then there's the other 40-something percent who take it from us, who get distributed <laughs> from the government. So that's fine. We need teachers. We need firefighters. We need everybody. But the last six years, man, I'm telling you, every year this time, I'm thinking, why am I doing this? So that spandex instructor in Ottawa could take my money and give it to SNC and all of his startup friends, his liberal friends, you know, just lining their pockets year after year after year, putting everybody on their payroll so they could get voted in the next term. And all, all I can say is... Listen to me. All I can say to you, Mike, is this: that I love firefighters. I love the police, uh, you know, the police force. Uh, you know, emergency workers, uh, paramedics, ambulance driver, all the frontline people. You know, they they have my support. I just the part that I don't understand is this: that in the history of the People's Republic of Canada, we have never had a politician in the top seat that has been in front of the ethics commission four times and we still listen to anything that comes out of this guy's mouth. I don't get it. Mike, thank you so much for the phone call. And we have another Mike from Cambridge. No, we don't. Who do we have on the line, Austin? I'll, I'll take your lead on that one. Uh, I think he's on the phone right now. Listen to him. Anyways, <laughs> Sorry, I, I still got don't... I've got a lot of calls today. You're a popular guy. I think <laughs> we either have Mike from Cambridge or Devin. Devin, are you there? Hey, how you doing? Hey, man. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Greg, it's a pleasure, first of all, being on the show. You're an absolute legend. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you. I, I'll try to keep it up as long as I'm allowed. <laughs> ah, that's it. Buddy, I'm so jealous you're uh, headed to Florida. If I could, I would, but uh, the government, government officials won't let me hop on a flight right now. Um, mm -hmm. And also, 
Uh, really, what, what I wanted to chime in about was it's important what you said about continuing the dialogue of discussion. And the other part, the other second part of what I want to mention is um, the lack of government officials talking about, um, you know, the, the awful combination Doug and, and, and uh, Trudeau, how they haven't mentioned anything about, you know, supplementing vitamins, getting enough sunlight, um, you know, um, eating, you know, properly, um, those types of things, you know, r- rather than, you know, just locking things down and, you know, pushing, being safe and, you know, um, Getting injected well, look at it. I mean, yeah. we, we, we live in a society. Uh, it's, it's Devin, right? Yeah. Yeah, we live in a society in which you can go to McDonald's, but you can't go to the gym. Like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> it's gross. It's you know, gross. You, you live in a society in which you can go to church, but you can't go to a martial arts school to stay healthy. We live in a society in in which you are not allowed to do the very things that will keep, you know, disease and malaise away. I don't, I don't get this. And you know, the the part that, the the part that the government is missing right now is that everyone that is committed to their health, they're going to find a way, man. (laughs) I'm going to find a way to work out. So, you know, if you think. It's that lack of messaging, not, you know, it's not coming from the CDC. It's not seeming to come from our government officials. You know, it's just about being healthy and doing those little things. And, uh, you know, vitamins, sunlight, eating healthy, um, being healthy, exercise, which unfortunately we're not able to do here in Ontario. But, uh, hey, I, well, I don't want look to take at- much of your time. Yeah. No, no, no. And I want you to stay on the phone with me for a couple more minutes. And the only thing I can tell you is this. You know, when um, I was... Um, uh, I was ready to go and work out on, uh, this was about four weeks ago. And, um, you know, as I was, I had my, you know, I had my gi, I had my, you know, my rash guard, I had everything in my gym bag. And uh, as I was getting to, ready to go, I had a slight headache. And I don't get headaches very often unless I talk to my ex-wife. But, uh, you know, I, 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 and I hadn't talked to her that day. So I had a slight headache. And uh, I took a popsicle because I love popsicles. Um, and uh, I, I started to eat a popsicle on the way out, and somehow it didn't, it didn't taste like the delicious, yummy goodness that my popsicles usually taste like. So I, I, I thought, you know, this is not normal, so maybe I'm just going to stay behind. And I can tell you this. I call my buddies and I say, hey, guys, I, I can't make it out because I, I don't know. This is not normal. It's not a big deal, but it's not normal. And I don't want to put you guys on, a, on an uncomfortable position period. And then for the rest of the night, I kept getting, you know, photos of tampons and that sort of thing because they were making fun of me that I said, you know, as if I chickened out from working out with them or, or, or fighting with them. But the very next morning, I went and got rapid tests and uh, I tested positive. So for the following three days, and then I got a PCR test immediately after that. Right now you can't get those things. But anyways, so yeah. for the following three days, I felt nothing. I thought this is a joke, man. Are you serious? Uh, do I have COVID? So I thought it was a joke. And I, again, this is all an ad- anecdote, right? So this is personal experience. I have nothing else. Um, and uh, on the Friday, so this happened on Tuesday. I tested positive. On the Friday at around 5 p.m., my temperature went up. And uh, it went up quite a bit, which is similar to what I had the last time I had a flu, which was about 10 years ago. But, you know, I, okay. I got a fever. Um, I was seeing things. Uh, I couldn't. I didn't eat because I all my appetite went away. I was sweating buckets. Uh, you know, one last? day I was I was sitting on the couch here with the fever pretty high, and I was singing Ari Krishna songs. So that's I was hallucinating. My <laughs> my brain was on fire. <laughs> 
You know, I honestly, one day I saw my mom in the room. It's like, what the hell is happening here? Like, I'm losing it. But anyways, oh so goodness. I had a terrible backache. I had a terrible headache. I had a fever. But How then on the Monday was? afternoon, the everything just went away. Okay. Uh, it was okay. three days. Okay. Everything went away. And um, I, uh, in, in, truth in, on the actual experience and, uh, you know, how, how, you know, you're, you're a decently healthy individual, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're in decent health and, you know, you're not, not too old, you know, not, so it's, it's the kind of thing where I think we're all uh, going to have to build herd immunity and get at some point, like you said, and uh, uh-huh. it's just, you know, you know, how, uh, how we all come together as a society, because the saddest thing to me, truly, Greg, is, um, since all of this has all gone down with uh, the pandemic and everything, is just the um, the amount of friendships and, and family members that uh, you know have gone to the wayside, and uh, you know just for for whatever reason, right? Like it's 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 really divided society, and it's unfortunate. I think the government has a big thing to do with that. But that's well, look, life. man, I I don't think that we've ever been th- this divided in the history of me, at least me being in Canada. I've been here for thirty two years now, and I have never seen more people turn against one another and this is all coming from the top office but john sorry devin thank you so much for calling the show man i appreciate your opinion we love you back let's talk to john in toronto i i want to know his opinion uh folks we are live 416-870-1050 is the phone number you're you're talking to greg carrasco john talk to me john is john there i can hear john's radio john hello i think that john is a is caught up in the delay. Well, you know, if if you're there, John, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm interested in talking to you. Um, but uh, you know, we, we, you need to pay attention. You know, if you call the show, folks, I'll give you this because a lot of people don't know the etiquette of calling into a radio show. You need to turn your radio down because there is a delay. Just in case I say something that I shouldn't say, my producer on the other side, like, ink, hits the delay button and he can delete something that I may have misspoke or if somebody says something inappropriate um you know we we have some safeguards uh is john back on the line austin or should we move to frank uh is john back on the line or should we move to frank i think we have to move to frank uh he's not responding unfortunately okay that's fine let's talk to frank from concord frank what's going on greg my buddy, yes, sir. Uh, Frank from Concord, I remember you. Come stay. Come stay. I love you. I uh, I would never <laughs> delete or uh, ignore anything that you said or you were just saying right now. Thank but you. I, uh, Thank I you. Wanted, uh, I just wanted to mention about the um, the um, oh man, I just. Uh, uh, I was waiting on the line. Uh, <laughs> you lost your train I, of thought. <laughs> I lost my. Uh, oh, shit. There were so, so many. There were so many phone calls coming in. You know why do we do this, Frank? Listen to me. Listen uh, to me. Why do we do this? Listen to me. Listen. You know I want you to hang up. And I want you to recollect your thoughts. And, uh, you know, after the hour with Money Mike, you and I can have a conversation and you can tell me everything. You, you need to write this stuff down, man. Come on. Frankie, thank you so much for the, the phone call. Let's talk to Mike from Cambridge before the break of the hour. Mike, how can I help you? Where's Mike? Hi, I'm here. Hey, Mike, how are you? Yourself? Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you. What's on your mind? Greg, now you're talking about that we have to, you know, speak out and say stuff. Now, I'm confused. I've had COVID. I've gone through it. I'm not vaccinated, but I don't 
care if you are vaccinated and all this stuff. But how do we change the minds of these people in these lockdowns? Like I'm right now, I'm in a position at work that I'm kind of being forced to get vaccinated, but I don't want to. I've already went through COVID. I've already did it. I've already did it. I'm, I'm okay. I've been around people with COVID. But how do we speak up and change the perspective and the mindset of all these other people that are just you know, complying that all the is, time? That is a really good question, Mike, because uh, I think that the, the, the general narrative is different. And uh, we have, you know, look, this is, this is the basis of propaganda. You know, you alienate people, you force them, you coerce them into doing something that, that they don't want to do. And, and it's, it's unbelievable how... Uh, how much people are not paying attention. You know, somebody posted this yesterday on social media. Then this is what it says, and then we're going to go for a break. If you have to be persuaded, reminded, pressured, lied to, incentivized, coerced, bullied, socially shamed, guilt-tripped, threatened, punished, and criminalized, if all this is considered necessary to gain your compliance, you can absolutely be certain that what is being promoted is not in your best interest. Would you agree with that statement, Mike, yes or no? 100%, man. Fight for you know, freedom, Mike, man. I Everybody love you, dude. Keep up the good fight. And we got to take a small, <laughs> short break, folks. Folks, you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show. The only advice that you should ever take from me is automotive advice. Everything else, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to figure my own way through life. And it's hard sometimes because a lot of stuff doesn't make sense. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. Let's take a short break. And Money Mike, the money wizard, is coming back on the other side of the hour. But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Don't put your blame on me Hey, hey, what's up, Toronto? When the boogeyman goes to sleep He checks under his bed for me Ken Shamrock here And you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show TSN 10 CHUM AM Toronto is TSN 1050, an iHeart radio station and the voice of Toronto sports. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests of the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Bell Media and TSN 1050. Money talks. Welcome back. Slacker Nation is congregating live once again. We we have been off air because uh, Carrasco himself had the coronavirus. So I had to take a few weeks off and, um, you know, you heard a couple of the reruns, but today... It's January the 8th, and it's 9.02 in the morning, and we are live. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. And for the month of January, you can get a Nissan Kicks S for $55 a week plus tax with $17.95 down on a 24-month lease. Or if you want to flex on your neighbors, 
You should look at the Infinity QX60, the brand new, all new 2022. Uh, those things are like unicorns. They're virtually impossible to find, but somehow we came across some additional ones and one of them has got your name on it. So come and see me at Oakville Infinity. We are there for you. Now, a couple of things that I need to disclose. Um, the only advice that you should take from me is automotive advice, uh, or in this case, money advice from Money Mike. Everything else that I talk about on this show, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a physician. I am not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I oh, it looks like uh... oh, there you go. No, no, no. We're we're go back, back baby. Fine. We're good. We're good. He's, you know, we're we're all good right now. I, I I'm not a physician. I'm not a psychiatrist. I am not an economist. I'm not a politician, and uh, I I'm trying to figure things out just like you. So, you know, there are some things that raise some questions in my mind and I bring them up on the show and it's coming from a place of good, from a place of that tries to understand and have open dialogue. But when it comes to advice and what I am a student of, that is the car industry. And right now with me is my money sage, is my money Yoda. Money Mike, how the hell are you? Happy New Year to you, Greg, and to everybody. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy 2022. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a little while, and I, I've missed you. I, I know that we talked a couple of times this week, which was great. You know, I, I, I need to share this with you, man, because, um, you know, look, I, growing up without parents is tough because you, you, you don't have a point of reference of what's good and what's bad and so on and yeah. so on. And um, I, it, the, the, the level of peace of mind that I have after sharing a plan, like a financial plan of what I'm trying to do with you and get your approval is, is so valuable to me that I can't, it, like, it's actually, it's, it's invaluable. Like our conversation that we had yesterday, when, when you say to me, you know what, Greg, this is awesome. And I'm like, Hell yeah. You know, my, no, I, I mean, I'm not being facetious on this. I'm, you know, I'm being completely honest because, uh, you see, you know, we, we, I think that as a society, we, we don't take a step back to find mentors in different things. And, uh, I, I think that especially guys, you know, we, we, we are pressured by society to, to know things. You know, I know how to do this and I am tough and I will never ask for help because I know what I'm doing. And in the process of knowing everything that you do, and you keep making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. And, you know, just to give you another correlation, look, man, I suck at relationships. I'm terrible. I, 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 you know, honestly, I have problems. So I decided to go to therapy. And uh, my therapist, I see him, you know, he's a rock star. You know, I went through eight of them to find this person. This guy is a rock star. And although I don't have the answers yet, now I know myself better than I have ever known myself. And there is an incredible amount of power that comes along with, you know, knowing thyself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. when it comes to finances, finding you as my mentor has been one of the single most influential things that I have done in my entire life. Folks, uh, you know, you're going to hear him in a couple of seconds. Um, with me on air, I have Money Mike. Money Mike is my personal financial advisor. And my entire financial life was changed by this dude. Because I thought I knew what I was talking about. I thought that uh, the, that making money was the equivalent of knowing what to do with it. And often, it's the complete opposite. So if you want to use 
my personal financial advisor, and he is my financial advisor. Call Money Mike at 905-320-6762 after the show. I'll repeat, this is his cell phone number, 905-320-6762. Or you can send him an email at moneymike.ca and let him change your life. Wow, what an introduction, Mike. That's humbling. <laughs> That's humbling. But I appreciate those thoughts, you know, and 25 years of doing this, we like to think that we have an impact on the clients that we work with. And, you know, we can see the number side of things, but it's, uh, you know, when, when someone makes a testimony such as that to say how much it's impacted them beyond just the numbers, it uh, gives me a great appreciation for what I get to do, what I am privileged enough to have the opportunity to do, not only in, in your situation, but in every one of my clients. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to continue to do this. And you know, I after the conversation that that I had with you yesterday, I can I can carry through with what I'm doing. But now I have peace of mind. Like, okay, I wasn't wrong with this. You know, he agrees with it. He, I, I trust that he's got my best interests at heart. So I will run it by him, and then let's just do this. And you know, you said to me, pay this and pay that, and within an hour, done, finished. Done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you trust somebody intrinsically. When you trust somebody, when you surrender to the concept of trust, then, you know, that's it. It's finished. You can just carry on and live because you know that these people have the best interests at heart. And, uh, and, and that is one of the biggest things that I appreciate about you being in my, in my life, Mike. And, uh, you know, now we can carry on with your content and the show. So talk to well, me. What do you no, want to talk you know about what? this morning? Uh, we're we're going to get to that in a second, but let me just comment. I, I, I don't think your situation is particularly unique, Greg. I have worked with... I thought I was special all along. Are you saying that I'm not that special? I used to listen to this radio show that told me nobody is special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you're, you, I have worked with a number of truly brilliant people in my lifetime, um, but they're brilliant doctors they're brilliant business people they are brilliant at what they do which as you said doesn't mean that they're brilliant at everything um, but many of these people have a really good idea of what they need to do when it comes to their finances they've just lacked working with someone who has experience to bounce those ideas off of and say this is what i'm thinking this is the plan i have in my head Mm -hmm. Am I on the right track? Where does, is this going to get me where I need to be? So that is one of the greatest uh, functions that I can perform for my clients to say, you lay out your plan for me. I'll be able to tell you where it's going to take you. I'm going to, you, you give me the paint. I will paint the picture. You tell me if you like what you see. And if you like what you see, then do it. If you don't like what you see, then we got to change the picture and tell me how you want it changed. So, um, you know, the, the output that's created by the job that I do is really based on the inputs that my clients provide. And mm -hmm. you've provided the right inputs. That's, that's amazing. And thank you for that. But, you know, yeah. it, it requires a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, humility, I think. Actually, you know, I'm going to rephrase that. I, it requires a, tr a tremendous amount of strength to be able to say, I don't know, man. I don't know. I need I need some help. <laughs> and uh, I am so glad that I did it in my 40s uh, because some people never do it. And uh, you, do you see that? That, you know, some people, you know, never do, never come to the yeah, point in which I they mean, can there, say, I need some help. Yeah, I mean, there is an element of... 
I'm, I'm losing Mike. Yes, Are you no, no, for sure. And, and so there, there is definitely, I am, I, I think I'm on a delay here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you right now. So we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. I don't think that we can, you know, I think, just carry yeah, on, man. I, I think can, there's I can, some I, sort of I, delay, I so I, I apologize. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can get this fixed in the break uh, and get it more real time. You know, but, um, why don't yeah, we, so why don't no, we, I, I do find that. Uh, why don't we do that? Let's, you know, um, Austin, let's take a short break and, uh, you know, let's, let's go back to what, what Mike wants to talk about uh, today in relation to, you know, counting on the government for pension and funds and retirement. And we're going to try to fix that delay that we have right now. Uh, folks, this, the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. But right now we have Money Mike on the line with us. He's my personal financial advisor. MoneyMike.ca is the man when it comes to money. So let's take a short break and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Randy Couture, and if I'm some conditions apply. Fisra license twelve six one six. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a new radio show coming to TSN ten fifty. My name is Sean Avery. I love getting under people's skin, but not as much as this guy. You're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show on TSN ten fifty. We're back, folks. You are listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show. And sometimes we bring Money Mike, who is my personal financial advisor. And it's a person that has been holding my hand on my finances for a very long time. And it can hold yours. Um, so if you need to call him, actually, you know, I'm, don't call him now because you can mess things up, people. <laughs> this is his personal cell phone, okay? He is on air live right now. Right now, it's 9.15 on Saturday, January the 8th, so don't call him right now. If you want to call the show, 416-870-1050 is the phone number. That's the live show. Now, after the show, if you want to reach Mike, you can send him an email at moneymike.ca or 905-320-6762. That is after the show. If you want to call right now, 416-870-1050 is the phone number. So, you know, Mike, can you do a quick recap on the last time that you were here uh, and the things that you were talking about? Oh, my God. The last time I was here? Who could remember that long ago? Oh, that was it. like That was like a whole other year. Uh, December 11th. What, was we, what <laughs> were we talking about then? All right. Well, what we went through, I, I had uh, shared with the audience that I had stumbled across an, an archive of technology. It's ancient mm -hmm. device called a cassette tape. Um, <laughs> a cassette tape that I had made in 1998. Oh, wow. That was, uh, that was very uh, interestingly named The Seven Deadly Sins of Planning for Retirement. And so I had to listen to it to say, hey, what did, what did uh, me of 23 years ago think were the seven deadly sins of planning for retirement? So I think we managed to get through the first four of the seven sins. So let's, uh, let's recap. Let's recap those ones. Very, very quickly. We'll go through and, and figure out what we were talking about then. So uh, it, the very first one was counting on government pensions for a comfortable retirement. And we talked about mm -hmm. all the reasons why 
you know, the government pensions are a really nice base support for your lifestyle, but it's not going to provide you with a comfortable lifestyle. So we need to do more than just that. Number two, with dedicating too many resources to paying off debt. And of course, that's become even more prevalent today with interest rates on, on mortgages and debt being the lowest they've been in my lifetime, certainly, but historic mm -hmm. lows. So not focusing all your resources to just paying off debt, we have to build net worth as well. Number three was ignoring inflation. The, the effects of inflation on your purchasing power and your ability to maintain your lifestyle if you go into retirement with a fixed income mindset. We have to make sure that our income increases throughout retirement to keep pace with inflation. Of course, we're getting statistics now that we're seeing decades old records of high inflation tumbling. We're, we're mm -hmm. sort of revisiting those levels. So inflation is still prevalent today and we have to make sure that our plan factors that in. Um, number four was failing to diversify our approach. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I, I talked about how when I started my career, everybody was invested in GICs and, and their version of diversification was holding those GICs at several banks. So, um, yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Yes. So we have to diversify our sources of retirement income, company pensions, government pensions, RSP savings, non-registered investing, and now TFSAs, real estate investments. We've got to diversify. You know, we have a couple of phone calls for you right now, Mike. Uh, I think that we have Peter uh, asking about our, an RSP question. Uh, is, that, is that correct, Austin? Yeah, hi. Hi, hi Peter. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. So you can uh, you can ask a question to Money Mike. Okay, so um, retired, uh, did 30 years at the Board of Education, and had a fixed pension that uh, split with my ex, and uh, they threw $245,000 into um, our RSP, locked in. Um, I guess I can't do much with that. So I have one with uh, uh, $45,000 that's not locked in. Um, Am I able to, should, like, should I just leave that there? I have no choice, really, do I? Well, you do actually have some choices. How old are you now? 57. 57. Okay. So here's the great thing about locked-in RSPs. Now, locked-in RSPs are money. Uh, sorry, I'm getting some feedback. Could Peter, could you turn your radio down just a little bit? Yeah, mine's off. Oh, okay. okay. So maybe the feedback's on my yep. side. Okay, turn so. Turn your radio down, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, Peter Austin is producing our show today. He's going to get upset if you get in his space. Okay, so a locked-in RSP is RSP money that came out of a pension. And when it comes out of a pension, the government makes it locked in. But there are some ways to get around that. It remains locked in. You cannot touch it until you're 55 years old. You're now 57. Correct. So once you're above 55, you can convert that locked-in RSP into a LIF. That is a life income fund so you can start receiving an income from it. But the really cool thing is when you convert it to a LIF, you have the option to unlock half of it. That means you can take half of that locked in money and turn it into a regular RRSP. And therefore, there are no longer any restrictions. You can access as much in, or as little as you need whenever you need it. Oh. Okay, I don't really need it. I just want to invest it better. If it make get make it make more money for me. Oh well, so, I mean, Mike. He, Mike, let me ask you this question: Can he take the money and give it to you so you can invest it for him? 
Yeah, but the fact that it's in a locked-in account doesn't change that. Uh, a locked-in okay. a locked-in RSP or a regular RSP, you have the same investment options available. So yes, you can make different investment decisions with that money. Okay, I'm so, gonna have to get it. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, Peter, why don't you give us a shout uh, outside the show? Call me on my cell phone, and we'll talk a little bit about your situation and see how I can help. Thank you very much, and I love the show. I told my kid there, Greg, to uh, listen up for you because uh, you're a smart dude. So. Appreciate it. You know, you'd be surprised how many people will disagree with you about that. But, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a different topic for a different day. Thank you so much for the phone call, Peter. And we have Frank with another question for Money Mike. Uh, Frank, you know, the, the, the platform is yours. Ask Mike anything that's on your mind. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Very good well. Morning. Thank you. Doing well. Good, good, good. Thank you. Uh, so my question is, I don't, I don't want to say it's two-part, but it, it's kind of two-part. I have uh, a little bit of debt, uh, not a lot, about 30K, and I'm investing about $600 a month into my RSP, and the debt is in a, in a, um, in a line of credit. My question would be, do I focus more on reducing the debt versus uh, increasing my RSPs uh, because I don't have a pension, uh, my RSPs plus some inheritance will be my uh, retirement fund, if you will. And I don't have any property that I own to date, uh, which I'm hoping to change in the near future. So I guess is it, do I pay down my debt? Do I invest in my RSPs for future? Okay, uh, Frank, how old are you? I'm, uh, I'll be 50 this month. Okay, um, Mike, the, f the floor is yours. Okay, so your question is, do I put money into my RSP or do I pay down my debt? Yes, correct. Okay. Um, Frank, what is the interest rate you're paying on the debt? Uh, approximately four and a quarter, four percent. I'm trying to lower that with my bank and looking at options uh, because my goal is to uh, really uh, attack it this year. Okay. And that's what my is only, your... That's my only debt. Okay. What's your? Uh, how much is it? Ballpark? Uh, about thirty k. Okay. So so not a huge number, but it's important to get no. rid of it for sure. Uh, what's your margin tax bracket, Frank? I make about a hundred k. You make about a hundred thousand a year. So at a hundred thousand a year, your marginal tax bracket is roughly. Uh, 43, uh, 38 to forty three percent. So let's just call it forty because I like simple math. Sure. So you tell me. What number is bigger, four and a quarter or 40? Well, relatively speaking, 40 is a higher number than four and a half. Exactly. So yeah. it is better for you to put money into your RSP and get a 40% refund rather than putting it against your debt and getting a four and a quarter percent interest rate savings. Okay, so here's sense. what I would suggest. That's gold, man. This is gold stuff that I'll, you know, <laughs> it, it, Frank, this is a really, really important question that was just answered for you. So no, keep it going, is. Mike. It's, it's, it's a fairly simple thing when, when you put it in those terms. So, so here's what I recommend, because I recognize the importance of getting rid of the debt too. Put more money in your RSPs, use your tax refund to pay down the debt. Perfect. Okay. Right? So if I pay $10,000, yeah, yeah. If, if I pay $10,000 against my, my line of credit, 
I reduced my debt by 10,000. But if I put 10,000 into my RSP, I get a $4,000 refund. I can then reduce my debt by 4,000. I've created $14,000 worth of improvements rather than just 10. Makes sense. Yeah. Then I, then Are you working other, with somebody right now, Frank? <laughs> What's that? Sorry, Greg? Are you working with somebody right now? I currently uh, am working with a money manager. Um, I've got some investments that uh, I actually just transferred over. I had it spread out over five different places uh, over the years, and I just I got tired of chasing it, and I didn't even know what I had anymore. So I just yeah. amalgamated it all with. That's um, great. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm trying to get my my finances in order. I've um, I've come to a point in my life where I am only dealing with two. I guess two money drains, which are teenage kids, <laughs> and, and, and and the rest of it is in a positive. Uh, so <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get everything in line. Well, hopefully this message echoes what your financial advisor is telling you to do. Excellent. I appreciate the time, gentlemen. I wish you a Thank promising you. 2022. Thank you. you. Same too. to you. Same to you. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, uh, Mike, sometimes what is obvious to us, and it happens to me at, at my office all the time, you know, somebody comes in with a car question and uh, they, they, you know, they, 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 they lay out their entire plan. And then I look at it and I was like, what do you, what do you mean? You know, sometimes I even fall victim of uh, assuming that everybody else knows what I know. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I was laughing when I was hearing Frank, not because of anything that he said, but mostly because of you and I had the exact same conversation yesterday. <laughs> yep. you, know, you knew what I was going to say. <laughs> that's right. If I pay this off, I will save this much. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was such a uh, perfect correlation on the conversation that Mike and I had yesterday that uh, it, was, it was perfect. Frank, thank you so much for the phone call, man. But uh, anyways, you were recapping the point that you were talking last time, and the last one was failing to diversify the approach on the retirement. But the fifth one is just that you taking on too much risk. Can you, can you talk to me about that? Taking on too much risk. And I, I, even when I was listening to the tape, I thought I knew where this point went. It was 23 years ago, so I had forgotten. Uh -huh. it, it, was a, it was a little tricky. Taking on too much risk means assuming that you have to accept low rates of return for security. That, in, in my definition, is the ultimate example of too much risk. You know, I, I get approached often by people who tell me they're conservative. I, when I invest, I'm conservative of my money. And, and what that has translated into is people taking their money and investing it primarily in fixed income and GICs. That is the riskiest thing that you can do for your long-term investments and historically has always been the case. What is the, the riskiest? Is that the savings account <laughs> that just well, the, well, sure. the money sit there? <laughs> Savings account slash yep. burying it in the backyard, stuffing it in the mattress. I think those people who consider themselves risky and invest in that way are actually, uh, or excuse me, consider themselves conservative and invest that way are the riskiest people out there because they are not earning very much. They're paying the highest amount of tax they can on the earnings and in their investments mm -hmm. and they are guaranteeing themselves to be destroyed by inflation you know and inflation is the 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 hidden tax that a lot of people don't understand about yeah. you know I, i'll tell you this, this is completely unrelated but when, when i was sick uh, i figured i need to spend my time doing things so i read a lot and i also 
you know, started to watch the show Narcos. Okay. And uh, in the show Narcos, you know, Pablo Escobar had so much money that he started burying, like digging holes and putting cash inside that hole. And in my mind, it, it, your voice came up and says, like, dude, man, that money is going to be worth 6% less every single year because of inflation. <laughs> so it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's literally you wasting your money away. But, you know, even at that yeah. point, you understand that if you let, let your money just sit there, it's going to be worth, you know, three. Right now, what is, what is inflation right now? Four or five percent in Canada? Yeah, December, it apparently hit 4.7%, but it's north of 6 in the U.S. So, you know, what's the real rate of inflation? I, I don't know. I mean, that's something only history will tell. But it is, it is in Canada, the, the highest it's been in about 20 years. In the U.S., they're, they're pushing 40-year records of inflation. Wow, that's crazy. So man. it's that's massive. Crazy. It's massive. So, you know, so the people who, who took that quote unquote safe approach, I'm going to take GICs, guaranteed investment returns, I'm going to invest in fixed income, they, they have cost themselves dearly. And to me, it is akin of driving over a long runway toward a brick wall and all you've done is, is turn off the lights so you can't see uh, when that brick wall is going to hit you. Yeah, um, I hear you. Yeah, you cannot accept those low rates of return. Uh, we can't accept them and at the same time sitting around envious of business owners and, and the wealth that they build. We you have the, to be the, invested like business owners. The irony is that when, you, when you're speaking of leaving your money on a GIC or leaving your money on a savings account as taking on too much risk, you know, yeah. do you see the, the, the irony behind what you're saying? And I, I see a lot of my older clients, like, you know, these seniors, that they feel that that is the safest place, so they don't want to risk it. So they leave the money sitting there just whittling away and letting inflation just take it all away from their hands. It's, it's, it's fascinating. And, you know, if you happen to be the son or, or daughter of somebody that is sitting on a pile of cash just sitting there, you need to make them call Mike. Uh, you know, look, if anything, they're going to get some advice as to what to do. So they can reach Mike at moneymike.ca or after the show, they can call him at 905-320-6762. But if you have a question about finances and you want to talk to him right now, 416-870-1050 is the phone number. So going to point number six, you know, assuming that you can live on less in retirement, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Man. <laughs> no, you know what? It, it's it, there. There's a certain degree of less that you can live on, but but assuming that you're going to live on less in retirement uh, can put you in a bad situation. So, if we look at how we spend our money today, as you said, history is going to be the best forecaster of, of how we want to live in the future. But there's certain ways that we spend money today that we're not actually living off of. We're not actually accreting lifestyle from. Things like insurance that you pay for, that you someday won't need to pay, life insurance, disability, critical illness. Um, money that you pay for your mortgage. Yes, you're enjoying the lifestyle of the home that you, that you live in, but whether you lived in that home with or without a mortgage it is no difference in lifestyle. So any money you spend on a mortgage is not necessarily money you need to replace once the mortgage is gone. Mm -hmm. um, Work-related expenses, retirement savings, 
the money that you put away for it, these are not money that comes out of your cash flow that you are enjoying day to day. So they don't need to be replaced in retirement. So your actual lifestyle cost relative to what you bring home right now is only a portion of. Mm -hmm. But the bigger question becomes when we do retire, what do we plan on doing? How do we plan on spending our time? And what do we plan on spending money on that we aren't doing today because we're busy working and, and you know, raising the kids and doing all those things. So you, you can't assume that you're going to live on less in retirement. You really have to, to give some thought to what do my basic expenses cost me and what sort of lifestyle am I going to add to that picture and what will that mm -hmm. cost me? That's the, that's the retirement income we need to replace. Well, listen, if me having coronavirus uh, sitting here in my house for almost a month is any reflection of what I want to do when I'm retired, I, I will need nothing, just mon enough money for potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. If but. wishing made it so, if wishing, <laughs> but hopefully we're all going to return to some actual living form of lifestyle, doing I, some I, travel, engaging in some activities. You know? I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. I can't keep sitting here just waiting for life to go by and for the government to get yeah. the stuff together. So, you know, you, you need to live at some point. But, you know, I think that of all the points that you're talking about, the seven deadly sins about your retirement, the last one is the one that, you know, strikes the biggest chord with me, which is, you know, failing to create a plan. Uh, I think that creating a plan is a pretty scary proposition simply because it brings up to light when you're failing. And a lot of people don't want to know that they're failing. So they don't want to have it in the first place. But that doesn't mean that you're not failing in the first place. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 The saying we used to, uh, to, to shoot around the office when talking about planning is, are you, uh, are you failing to plan? Or are you planning to fail? Um, and it's so important to have a plan because, you know, again, reference to what we talked about early in the show, I've met a lot of really brilliant people. And I'll mm -hmm. talk to people who aren't working with an advisor, who don't have a financial plan, and I say, do you have a plan? And they'll say to me, yes. Here, here's all the things that I'm doing to build wealth, to save for retirement, to put myself in a position to retire, uh, gain my financial independence. I have a plan. I'm like, great. Lay it out for me. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, well, you've got a financial plan, so tell me what it is. The great thing about <laughs> what I do is that you can tell me what steps you're planning to take. I can actually put it together for you in exactly the way you describe the actions you're going to take and show you where that's going to get you 20, 30, 40 years down the road just by it doing exactly what you said you're going to do. It is fascinating what happens when you have somebody to hold you accountable to your own plans. Folks, I can't, I can't explain to you how crazy it is for you to commit yourself to a financial advisor that knows what they're doing because there's a lot of people that, you know, once they take your money, they never talk to you again. But, you know, with Mike, it's different because Mike is like a personal trainer. Yeah. He's like, what do you, what did you eat? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What do you have? What in your fridge? What? What? Popsicles? What's wrong with you? You know, and, and I, I can tell you that, you know, the, having someone that knows you and they can hold you accountable to your own plan is quite yep. possibly one of the most valuable things that anybody could have when it comes to their finances. Because, you know, look, and, and I've said this on the show a few weeks back, 
When Norm Macdonald died, there was a very famous quote by him that says that if, you know, somebody asked him, what can you say to a younger person right now? And, and he said so succinctly and eloquently that if you only knew how much time you don't have, you wouldn't be living your life that way. Like one of the biggest fallacies of our time is to think that we, that we have time and we don't. And, and, and being someone that just turned 50 a few weeks ago, I can tell you this. And, you know, many people may think that I'm obsessed with my age. It's not. I am fascinated by the fact that one day I blink, next thing I'm 50. It's like, where did it all go? How did I get here? And next thing I know, retirement is just like around the corner. And if I don't make the right decisions today, guess what? Old Greg, old Greg doesn't have anything to live on. What are your thoughts on that, Mike? Well, and that is the scariest proposition about not having a plan. When it comes to the conversation you just started about retiring, you get one shot to do it right. And when's Mm -hmm. the last time you did anything in your life for the first time and you did it perfectly? You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, there's, there's a learning curve and experience that's needed. And because I've worked with hundreds of clients over 25 years, I have seen how people retire, the good, the bad, the ugly, those who did it right and those who did it wrong. The worst conversation I have ever had to have with anybody, client or otherwise, is to say, you didn't do it right and now it's time to go back to work. Ooh, that's that's not a conversation anyone wants to have. Yeah, no one wants yeah, to have that the, conversation. So that's why having a plan is so crucial to know I'm doing everything I need to do in it, and I've done it right, and I can feel confident that I can walk away. So this is what I want to do. I want to take a, a very short break to regroup, but also I, I want you to tell my listeners you know, a few tips that could potentially change the direction that they're going for next year so they can start it off right. I mean, it's early enough in January. Let's do that on the other side of the break. Folks, you are listening to The Greg Carrasco Show, Canada's largest automotive radio show. And with me is my beloved friend, Money Mike, who is also my personal financial advisor, and he will steer you in the right direction. And if you give him your money, it's literally going to change your life. But uh, the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Pop it like it's hot. I got the rollie on my arm and I'm pouring Sean Don and I'm over best because I got it going on. I'm a nice dude. Hey, Greg, Mike Robitaille here. We hear you loud and clear all the way down to Buffalo. You're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. <laughs> And we're back. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show. And with me in the studio is uh, Money Mike, my personal financial advisor that I strongly recommend that if you are sitting on some cash and you don't know what to do with, call him. 
he will literally change the outcome of your life, of your retirement, of your ideas, what you think you need to do. Honestly, folks, I, um, I couldn't tell you how humbled I was when I started to talk to him. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, <laughs> you know, but I, I can tell you, your life is going to change. So after the show, you can uh, send him an email at moneymike.ca or you can call him at 905-320-6762. That is his direct personal cell phone number. So don't call him now. You know, people do this all the time. If you want to call the show now, call 416-870-1050 is the phone number. Now, we have somebody on the line. I think his name is Rick. Rick, you are on the line with uh, Money Mike and uh, Greg Carrasco. How can we help? Hi, good morning. How are you today, guys? Very well, thank you. I have a question for for Mike. Yeah. Um, I I was looking at this, reading this book called called Money Money for Life, Mike, and in it 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 talked about uh, how you would lay out a plan for your retirement and the strategy for de-accumulating your wealth as you get on in years. And one of the recommendations in there was to buy an annuity in as Mm. part of your plan. And it also talked about annuities as being similar uh, in field to. Uh, like a defined benefit pension that you may have. So I just want to know what your thoughts are on that one, Mike. Okay. I, Thank you so much for that phone call. I really appreciate yeah. it, Mike. The, the the floor is yours. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of annuities um, for, for a few reasons. First and foremost, purchasing an annuity is essentially giving away your money to an insurance company who are going to give you an allowance. And, and that's the reference to it being like a defined benefit pension plan. But ultimately, keep in mind, the insurance company is only going to accept that obligation if they can make money at it. So you're giving away your money. It belongs to them now. Although you have some length of payout guarantees, uh, when you pass away, all of that money is gone. So I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, but... Second of all, in particular today, annuities are based on interest rates. And as we talked about before, today, interest rates are really, really low. So relative to how you can control your own money by investing it on your own, the giving away of your money at these interest rates, the more you build into that annuity of here's how much income I want, here's the, the, the payment period I want it for, I want it to be inflation protected. All of these things drive the payments you receive down, down, and down. And so ultimately, I think you can do much better on your own. Uh, Ultimately, I think you upset the next generation when they figure out you gave away your money to an insurance company when perhaps you could have controlled it yourself. Uh, So not a huge fan of annuities. I mean, they exist. There are a select number of circumstances where they can be applicable, but um, just generally, I'm not a fan. So if you want to speak specifically about your own situation to see if annuities make sense for you, give me a call and we can talk a little bit about some of the details. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that response, Mike. And uh, uh, if you, if, again, if you want to talk to Mike after the show, you can call him at 905-320-6762 or send him an email at moneymike.ca. Believe me, your life is going to change just, just like mine did. We know it's amazing how quickly this hour went by, Mike. Uh, and uh, what, what I want you to do is that if, if you can do a rapid-fire approach to yeah. some of the tips that you're giving my listeners uh, for the year 2022 and things that you would do right away that uh, would help you other than 
call on you because then when, when I put my, you know, my, my faith in your hands, then, then it's easy. Easy, easy. You have all this knowledge available that you can actually, you know, you, you can mold somebody's life into what they wanted to see, right? But, yeah. uh, you know, from, from tips for 2022, what are your top sets of advice? So some, some very general ones starting off the year, um, I would ask the listeners to, to figure out what is your plan for topping up your RSP room in 2022. Uh, for this year, uh, as is with every year, you get 18% of your previous year's employment income as RSP contribution room. And for 2022, that number maxed out at $29,210. Wow. So if you made about $162,000 last year, you make the full room, $29,210. So what's your plan mm -hmm. to, uh, to contribute to RSPs to top that up? Do it as early and as quickly as possible. But just as important is make sure you're contributing to your TFSAs. And I know we've had conversations on the show before about which is better, RSP or TFSA contributions, and depends on your relative tax brackets today and in retirement. But ignore all that, and let me simply say, if you continue to maximize your TFSAs every year, when you get to retirement, you will be very glad that you did. Mm -hmm. To have a large pool of money that attracts no tax consequences, that will never touch your tax return. That is lifestyle money. And mm. when you need to spend money, if you need to spend $10,000, taking $10,000 out of your TFSA to pay for it is going to be the cheapest way possible as opposed to taking thirteen, fifteen, eighteen thousand $18,000 out of your RSP to pay for that $10,000 item. So please do come up with a plan to contribute to TFSAs. Excellent. What is yeah, next? Well, and be mindful of those TFSA contribution room rules, especially if you are re-contributing. Anyone who's mm -hmm. taken money out of their TFSA, they're able to put it back in, they get that room back, but you've got to watch the rules because you don't get the room back until the next calendar year. And you don't want to put yourself into an over-contribution state and be getting penalties. So, so please be mindful of that. Okay, retirees. And uh, you know this sort of connects to the question we got earlier in the show about locked-in money. Retirees who are receiving an income from a LIF, they have minimums and maximums they have to, to reach for the year. In all likelihood for 2022, your LIF maximum has increased because 2021 was such a good year in investments. So being mindful of what those minimum and maximum rules are, be aware of them. They've changed as of January 1st, and that mm -hmm. may mean you need to change what you're doing for your income from those accounts. So take a look at those. Um, of course, this newest COVID shutdown, and it's, it's going to affect everybody, hopefully for a very short term, but the government has announced a few programs that are aimed at helping out, whether enough or too little, um, just be aware of them. So uh, there's a, a new grant for small businesses that were forced to shut down. I believe it's going to be a $10,000 grant that comes in February. My understanding is they are pre-screening businesses, so you don't need to apply for it. So take a look at, at, at your bank accounts. Look out for that in February, and hopefully that comes your way. If it doesn't, and, you, and it should have, 
then you're going to have to follow up and, and make sure that you get what was owed to you. Uh, I do understand the government is looking at a, a hydro relief program for businesses where they will uh, essentially pay the hydro costs for 21 days starting January 18th. Uh, how that's going to be rolled out, I don't know, but uh, be aware that that's coming. For 2022, I think the most important message to give is if you haven't yet and you're still listening to this show now, you will hear me again say how important it is to build a plan. Two mm -hmm. and a half years, you and I have been doing this show together, Greg. Um, it, the message it has not and will not change. You need to build a plan and what better time to do it than starting off the year. You know, we have been so busy and thankfully, uh, due to the listeners of the show, increasingly busy. Um, for 2022, I'm going to have to limit the number of people that we can work with. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to provide advice to people uh, on the show and, and be a resource that people can call and, and get some advice. But over the course of this next year, we're likely only going to be able to bring on maybe 15 new clients. So um, you know, we're going to have to be a little bit more um, selective on, on that. But continue to use this as a resource, and the, the most important thing that I can do for anybody is recommend it is time to get a plan. You, you've got ideas and what you want to do, lay them out, lay them out, and we'll tell you whether those plans are going to get you where you think you want to be. You know, folks, and it's very important that you listen to this because uh, people like Mike, and uh, you know, he's very humble about this, uh, are not available to everyone. And the fact that he is here on the show sharing his knowledge with, with the general population is, is something that I'm so fortunate that I'm able to bring to you every other Saturday morning. And uh, I can tell you that for a long time, I mean, Mike, I've known each other for 20 years, and, uh, but he hasn't had my money for 20 years because, you know, I, you know, sometimes, I don't know, whatever. And, and for the most part of that, I didn't know what I was doing. So, <laughs> and, and at one point you say, okay, maybe, maybe I should just do this and see what is up. And that has changed. And, uh, you know, I'm so happy for you, Mike, that you have put yourself in a position in which you ha you're going to have to limit the number of people that you talk to because that only happens to the very top of their craft. Like, yeah, I know that this is completely unrelated, Mike, but, you know, I went to, uh, I'm booking a big piece, uh, like a back tattoo is, is a big one. And uh, this person is not taking new clients. So the first appointment that I had with him is in next July. Because wow. he's literally just, he's that good. People come from all over the world to deal with him. And, you know, that goes to tell you the level of quality of service that they're getting, whether it's because through art, whether it's because through the expertise that you bring to the table on this mic. Um, you know, I know that Austin wants to send a shout out to somebody. Austin, what, um, you, you know, what, what is this about? Yeah, I just wanted to say we had a caller, Sam, and he said, for as good as you are with money, Mike, you're an even better person. So I think that should just be said. Uh, thank you, Sam, for calling in and saying that. And really, uh, invest with money, Mike, if you have the chance, uh, based on Sam's words. So, Mike, you got a lot of fans out there. <laughs> Pre appreciate it. And I did want to send a quick shout out as well to Nick. Uh, Nick, a caller to the show, I've been uh, helping out earlier this week. He's probably in his Uber as we speak, listening to the oh, show wow. and driving people around. So a little shout out to, to Nick the Greek. That's amazing. But, you know, Mike, thank you so much for being back on the show, man. I, I missed you. I'm glad that you are well. I'm glad that you had a good Christmas and New Year. And uh, I am looking forward to a massive 
prosperous 2022 and i will leave your um your contact information available for everybody on my uh on my instagram account on my social media accounts but I will, we will continue to repeat it as the show goes along mike thank you so much for joining the show this morning i appreciate it good morning gentlemen have a great rest of the show and happy new year everyone Thank you, Mike. That was Money Mike, everybody. And if you want to talk to him after the show, you can send him an email at moneymike.ca or you can call him at 905-320-6762. He will change your life like he changed mine. If you want to call the show directly, though, right now, the lines are open for the rest of the show. 905, sorry, 416-870-1050 is the phone number. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show and is brought to you by Oakville Nissan in Oakville Infinity, home of the No Commission salespeople. We'll be right back. And policies of Bell Media and TSN 1050. It is time for Greg Carrasco. Show. Get this party on the road. How fast can this right go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guest from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? At Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn. He's even followed by your mom. Broadcasting live. Here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock. The guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk. Shoot facts like a tomahawk. So entertaining. Turn up the station. There's no more waiting. This show is beginning. It's too late to escape. Let's go. Here's your host, Greg. We are back. <laughs> we are back, folks. And if you are just tuning in, we are live today. We uh, Today is Saturday, January the 8th. It's 10.03. This glorious Saturday morning here from the top of the building on Dundas and Trafalgar in Oakville. We have to broadcast from, from my place. And, uh, you know, the sun is right on my face. It's beautiful outside. I know that it's, it's, it's super cold out, but, uh, we are here. The phone lines are open. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. I want to know what's on your mind. This is the hour of the grievances. This is the hour of the beefs. If you have any questions, suggestions, concerns, issues, grievances, beefs, call me. 416-870-1050. This is the only place in Toronto radio that you have a safe spot for you to have a healthy discussion. The only thing that I want is this. I don't want any anti-vaccine Nut jobs. I don't want any conspiracy theories, crazy nut jobs. I don't want that. I want to have an actual conversation with people. I want to discuss what's going on. And, and I'm going to repeat this like I say it every single Saturday. The only advice that you should take from me is car advice because as per the rest of my life and the rest of the topics in my life, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure things out. I'm trying to make sense of this insanity. And what happened this week in the city, 
It is the definition of insanity. We, we continue to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expect a different result. We're all crazy. And for those of you that have been sitting in this pulpit pontificating to the world, that knowing that you know the answer, no, you don't. And if you're a politician and you happen to be a friend of mine and, and you are taking shots from me, I'll tell you, that's part of the job. Part of the job of being a politician is to sit there, or no, actually stand there, and take the criticism that comes along with the decisions that you make. I think it's time that we start demanding a little bit more from the people who leads us. I think it's, t- it's time for us to start, you know, we, we concentrate so much on our politicians' personal life that we completely forget about their, their public life. We, we forget about the fact that we are being led by people that don't know what they're doing. And what has happened over the last little while has been embarrassing. Like, I am embarrassed. I'm a proud Canadian. You know, I moved to Canada in 1989, and at the first day that I had the opportunity to become a Canadian, guess what? I turned a Canadian. I am more Canadian than most Canadians simply because I chose to be here. I'm not here by chance. I'm, I wasn't born here. I chose to be here. And on that basis, I joined the Canadian Army, and I, I am a card-carrying vet. And I can tell you, I have never been less proud of being here because what is, what I see happening is, is embarrassing. I don't, I don't understand how people are so willing to just give up and move on and say, okay, no wrong. That's what's happening. You know, we have a call here. I think her name is Star, Star, Stara. I don't know. Uh, Star, you're talking Hi. to Greg Carrasco here. How can I, how can Hi, I help Greg. this morning? <laughs> I, I uh, met you a few years ago, Greg, when you were at Young and Steel's, and I traded in a Hyundai Sonata for another Hyundai Sonata. Um, oh, anyway, Esther! I, I'm the one that speaks some Spanish, and we, I don't know whether you would remember right now, but uh, that's okay. Um, anyhow, um, I did I, I mention to you that I had been, uh, I was working as a nurse, and I had studied years back um, modality of naturopathic medicine uh, many years prior. So I have never in my life, uh, I very rarely ever take any pharmaceuticals. Uh, and what they are offering now is really the alternative because it, uh, uh, prior to when Rockefeller, um, you know, started up the Rockefeller Foundation, he ordered all the doctors and paid them large sums of money to close up the osteopathic schools, the homeopathic chiropractic and all, uh, you know, all of the other schools and came out with, um, his pharmaceuticals, which were causing a lot of cancer. So then he call, came out with the cancer. E- Esther, Esther, hold on a second, hold on a second. Esther, Esther, sorry, I, I, I lost you there for a second. Uh, you know, I, I, need, I need you to make a point for me because, uh, you know, what you're saying right now is way over what I, I understand. I, I don't know what you're saying right now. And I, I just need to, you to stay with me and make, and make a point. What, what are you trying to tell me this morning? Are you is she there? there? 
Yeah, yeah, um, of course. So what I'm trying so, to say is that the science is not being considered because the top person that people should be listening to, they have censored him off Twitter, and he is the inventor of the mRNA, Dr. Robert Malone. Okay, so they don't want to listen to him, and he is the one that knows the most about all of this. And I just wanted to let people know that it, there's a lot of conflicts of interest. Now, Greg, I resigned from my job because it's against my conscience. Uh, I don't agree with the philosophies. If there's a holistic hospital, hospital around, I'll gladly work there. But you know, anyhow, I, es- um, Esther, I, Esther, I really, I really appreciate you calling the show, I, and I do. I, I, I know what you're saying. But you see, look, I, I, I know that, uh, you know, listening to the science is what we should be doing. But uh, science these days has become a bit of a religion. And uh, I know that Dr. Malone has been uh, censored off of Twitter. And uh, that censorship is something that needs to stop. Unfortunately, if you don't say what you are supposed to say, when and how and to whom, you run a great risk. And uh, Esther... You need to be careful when you call the show because I understand your opinions are valid to you. Uh, but also, I, I need to make sure that I stay on air. And uh, I, I walk that line every single day here. <laughs> and uh, it, it's important that you respect that because, you know, by you saying the wrong thing here, you can literally shut the show down. And I'm not going to allow that to happen. Whether I agree with you or disagree with you, it, that's not the point. You know, you, no one has the monopoly on truth and neither do I. We are all trying to figure this out as we go along. But folks, if you have any appreciation for what I do here, if you have any respect for the sort of ideas, you know, exchange of ideas that I'm trying to push forward every Saturday morning, don't put me in the position in which I need to hang up on you simply because you are convinced that you know the truth. I am not convinced that I know the truth. I don't know the truth. I don't know what the truth is. That's the problem. But also, that's the beauty. Because I am able to have a conversation with everyone here and, 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 and hopefully try have a respectful exchange and we can, you know, after a, a, a sparring, we, we can come up with, you know, with some sort of a resolution on this. But Esther, thank you so much for calling the show. I, you know, I, I really respect, you know, what, what you're saying, but please, you need to you need to be mindful that I am still in the terrestrial radio environment, and I still have to walk within the guidelines. So don't do that to me, please, don't. Let's talk to Paul uh, from Toronto that um, is talking about political activism. <laughs> uh, Paul, thank you so much for calling the Gorasco Show. How can I help this morning? Uh, Greg. Thank you ever so much for what you're doing. I don't think people realize how important the messages you're sharing are. Um, I, we need to wake up. Um, you look around the world and the problems that are going on. Our democracy is at risk. Um, I don't. I, I want to be really practical, particularly in light of the comment you you were just making about maintaining you on the air. Um, you know, we're being forced to take the vaccine. Uh, our G7 partners do not respect us. They have excluded us from the submarine deals. They're not excluding us in military items. The World Bank is saying that Toronto and Vancouver are a massive bubble. 
um, from a real estate perspective. Canadians are the most <laughs> indebted population in the world. Um, Kathleen Wynn, who I personally was not a big fan of, I have to give her some kudos this morning. She said, I made a big mistake not investing more in health care. Our population is the same size as California. We have half the number of, uh, of uh, intensive care beds that California does. And she did go on and say, and I believe this to be the truth, she said, I can't believe people believed the things that we were saying back then, and we got away with it. None of this, what I'm just stated, is my opinion. This is all factual data that you can, that anyone can verify. But if we don't get ourselves involved and become much more politically active, hold people accountable rather than their social lives, their, uh, uh, their, their political lives, and making them accountable to us as taxpayers, uh, this is a very long road that we're going to go. And I feel the same about being Canadian as you do, and I'm extremely concerned. I, I am concerned. Thank you so much for the phone call, Paul. I, I really appreciated you sharing the thought. But I think that what I appreciate more about what you said is that you understand how difficult of a line that I walk here every Saturday morning trying to keep an open dialogue alive because uh, we don't live in a free society anymore. A free society is gone. You know, whenever you are afraid of stating an opinion simply because uh, you are going against what, what the government is saying and they will literally shut you down, that's terrifying. I mean, we're we are talking third world dictatorships and uh, you know that's what's happening right now and i need my responsibility is to stay on air with an open dialogue about all sides and that's all i try to do here but thank you so much for the phone call paul i really appreciate it we have let's talk to john from toronto about uh, city employees john how can i help you this morning no, is, is John there in Austin? We skip one. You skip Troy, and Troy's got a car oh, question sorry. for you. Okay, <laughs> Troy, what's going on? You have a car question. I know what I'm talking about on this. So, how can I help you? Yes. Good morning, Greg. Um, I just have a question about 2002 Subaru WRXs. There's one that's caught my interest locally to me here in Toronto. It is a one-owner vehicle, woman-driven. It's being sold by a second-hand auto shop. Uh, used car sales uh, uh, joint, uh, 145,000 kilometers. I sat in it. Uh, it started up. It is very clean. Uh, I just want to know uh, your thoughts on this. What do you want to know? Um, if it's if it's something worth pursuing, if it's worth buying a 20-year-old Subaru, uh, that seems to me has been taken care of very well. <sighs> Look, man. I, I... <laughs> That's tough. That's tough because, you know, you're asking me to gauge an opinion on a 20-year-old car. Yeah. Um, so this is all I can tell you. Subaru is one of the best cars on the planet. I if agree. you are going to venture into a 20-year-old Japanese car, a Subaru, a Toyota, a Honda, a Nissan, you know, you, you really can't go wrong. You, you really can't go wrong. But, uh, you know, just remember that you're dealing with a 20-year-old car. There is no one that was going to be able to give you an accurate idea of what this vehicle is going to do and how long it's going to last you. How much money do they want for it? I don't know. That's to be determined. Um, they're not ready to sell it yet. 
I'm looking to hear back hopefully next week. Well, listen, let me know. Call me. You know where to find me. And uh, I may be able to give you some direction when it comes to that. But uh, the WRX is a phenomenal Carmen. is with 140,000 kilometers. This person drove it 7,000 kilometers a year. That's almost I nothing. He, he barely came out of the garage. But you see, with that, there are other problems. So you need to make sure that you take it to a Subaru dealership, get it safety certified, and, and them, for them to give you a reconditioning uh, budget to see how much it's going to cost you to bring it up to a place where you can drive it safely for a few uh, for a few years. But, Troy, thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. Let's talk to John in Toronto. John, thank you for calling the Carrasco Show. How can I help you? Uh, good morning. First-time caller, Greg. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you for listening. I try to listen to you every morning, even until I'm working. Just uh, my, my big argument here, and uh, I can't believe society accepts that people losing their jobs because they won't vaccinate. What's your opinion on that? And I hired a guy who lost a $30 an hour job because uh, he's not vaccinating, TTC guy. And I hired him because, uh, you know, well, even though we're slow, I said, this guy wants to work. He doesn't want to collect EI. He's an up, upstanding person. You know, and I just want to tell the people up there that are vaxxed, that, you know, the non-vaxxed have rights too, and they're good people as well. What's your opinion? Well, you know, the, this is the only thing I can tell you that, uh, you know, undergoing medical treatment is a personal choice and is nobody's business. That's it. Exactly. You know, if, if, uh, if the medical treatment could guarantee you that you're not going to get sick, that you're not going to spread it, then it's a different story. But what we're talking about right now is just, it's just a treatment. So look, I think that people, individual choices when it comes to their medical choices should be respected regardless of what that is. But that is my opinion. And I strongly encourage everyone that wants to get vaccinated to go ahead and do it now. Book your appointment, get yourself vaccinated. And if you choose not to, that's your personal decision. You know, what? whatever happened to the movement, my body, my choice. You know, they're all hiding right now. Well, I don't know where these woman, people are. A woman has uh, her choice, right? Women were given their choice. Of course, and they should. Body. Now they lost their choice. Well, listen, I, I think that there is, there is a massive conflict of interest here, and uh, this is a philosophical debate that requires a lot of, uh, you know, runway for us to be able to unpack it. But there is a lot of contradictions in what's happening right now. You know, what about no means no? What about my body, my choice? What about the, the patriarchy and, and, and them ruling the society? It's like all these people are like, what? You know, I never in the history of the world, the, you know, the oppressors have been on the good side. And right now, I feel that when society is trying to oppress people into doing, into complying, um, we and need to be very, very, very careful. And it was Oscar Wilde that said that whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time for you to stop and think. John, thank you so much for the thank phone call. I, I appreciate it. Let's talk to John in Mississauga, uh, talking about the lockdowns <laughs> and, uh, see if he's still there. John, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing, Greg? Well, I am amazing. Talk to me. Um, so, you know what? I, I, I was going to talk about um, just the fact that, you know, you say we're, it's insanity because we're doing the same thing over and over. And, you know, the, the real point of why we're even in this position, um, and one of your earlier callers kind of highlighted it, is the underfunding and the mistreatment of um, the healthcare system, specifically nurses. Uh, they are the backbone of the healthcare system in this province. And for years, ever since my mom was a nurse, and she's been retired now for almost 10 years, there's been a problem. And it has been simmering, and it has been there and simmering. And now 
because of this pandemic, it is at a full boil. They can, add, they can add as many beds as they want, but it's pathetic, honestly, that, you know, 300 people in ICU in the whole province of 14 million people is, is um, in a position to overrun our system. That is when you really think about it. 300 people is in a mass critical level. That is the problem. They can add beds all they want. What they need to do, which they haven't done for years, many governments before this one, is they need to invest and pay and invest um, in nurses and in health care. And that is why we are in this position, because they can't even handle a small well, surge of ICU. Look, I, I personally think that, uh, you know, the, the people in the front lines, nurses, EMS, ambulance drivers, you know, police officers, firefighters, they're not being respected. And uh, I, I think that there is not enough there is not enough emphasis placed on these folks. But, you know, our one of the biggest prides that people have about Canada is their health care system. And folks, health care system is broken. Yep. It is broken. It's, it's a money pit for the entire Canadian government and it's the entire money pit for, for, for the taxpayers. And right now, you know, a, a, a healthy patient is a lost client. You know, you know the contradiction behind that? It's, it's, it's such a bizarre concept that I really don't understand it. And whenever you say that we have a free healthcare system, like, are you serious? Like, you, that, did that really come out of your mouth? There is nothing that is free. In fact, the Canadian healthcare system is one of the most expensive things the Canadian taxpayer, you know, have to pay with their dollars. And uh, unfortunately, you, you pay with it with your taxes. And on top of that, you pay with it with your time. You know, try to get yourself an MRI in, in, in Canada right now. See, see if you can actually get an appointment. I'm sorry. The, the, that is not adequate. Medicare. I think that we have, we need to have a second or a three tier healthcare system. I think the healthcare should be available to everyone, but also I think that we have, we need to have some layers. And that is something that we do not have. Thank you so much for the phone call, John. Let's talk to Mike in Cambridge while I wait for my new Zoom call from, uh, um, you know, from my buddy Austin here. Uh, Mike in Cambridge, uh, let's talk. What's, what's on your mind? No, Greg, it should be there. I don't um, think yeah, we no have problem. Mike in uh, Cambridge. I think it's Frank in Concord. Sorry, Frank, you're on the line. Frank, what's happening? <laughs> Frank is Frank is uh, again distracted. <laughs> uh, Frank cracks me up. Man. He cracks me up. Who do we have next? Let me see. Uh, let's see who we have next here. Uh, maybe maybe Rocco is uh, Austin. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, Rocco. You there? Rocco. Uh, folks, if you're if you're calling the show, you know, turn your radio down and uh, stay committed to what you're trying to do. If you want to reach me and talk to me, don't waste my time by calling and just like completely ignoring what you're doing. If you're on hold, wait. You know, I want to talk to you. I'm, I'm interested in what you have to say. Uh, do we have uh, the the last phone call, Doug, on vaccinations? Is, is Doug there? Doug, you're on the line now with Greg Carrasco. Uh, good morning, Greg. Uh, thanks for taking my call. It's the first no time problem. I've ever called you. Uh, in regards to the uh, vaccinations, I noticed that the ICU uh, are occupied at least by a third 
of people who are fully vaccinated. So I question then how effective are these vaccinations? I'm now uh, subject to perhaps the fourth vaccination soon. Um, is there any control over these uh, drug manufacturers? I notice that the drug manufacturers are very successful as far as their stock prices are concerned. Uh, I don't have to get three or four boosters for uh, measles or mumps or polio. What is the, who's controlling these vaccinations? You know, Doc, I don't know, man. I, I'm not a healthcare expert. I, you know, I'm just a regular human, just like you, trying to figure this stuff out. It's just that there's a lot of things that don't make sense to me. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to bring out here to everybody's attention. I, I don't think that, look, man, we did everything that was asked of us. We did everything. And that didn't work. So what guarantee do I have that if I continue to do the same, Things are going to change in any way. And I said it at the beginning of the show. We complied, so things would change. But things will never change because we complied. And, and, and that is the irony and the contradiction of what I believe is happening right now. But, you know, why don't we do this, folks? You know, the lines are open. We are live. Today is Saturday, January the 8th. It's 1026 in the morning. You are listening to the Greg Carrasco Show, although we are Canada's largest automotive radio show. You know, I don't like to talk about cars that much. However... Car advice is the only advice that you should take from me because everything else, I'm just like you. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to figure things out as I go along. And I do believe, I do believe with everything within me that healthy dialogue and discussion is the only solution that we can arrive to in order for us to remove crappy ideas. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. Before you make any car buying decision, you know where to go. 416-870-1050 is the phone number. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a get an attitude, pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. I got the rolly on my arm and I'm pouring Sean Don and I'm over best. I got the rolly on my arm. That's right. A big shout out to my buddy Pete from Raffi Jewelers and. Your tail in square one. He's the man. He is the man. If you're just tuning in, folks, you're listening to the Greg Carrasco show that's brought to you. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. And last year we had the biggest year in the history of the company, almost 30 years. You know, we're doing something right at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. So you, before you make any car buying decisions, come and see me. Now, I happen to have the show. And this show has been on for about 13 years now, and uh, I've said it many times, we are Canada's largest automotive radio show, but I don't like talking about cars that much. I got tired of talking about cars. I will give you my advice on vehicles, but for the most part, we try to keep the show open to ideas. Let's have a discussion like humans, like normal humans. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure things out. But when you call the show, two things that I need you to do. Number one, you need to turn your radio down, and if you are on hold... Please be respectful because I see your name coming up on the queue. Don't be selfish. You know, I'm going to talk to you. You want to talk to me? I'll talk to you. But, you know, there is a bunch of people that are calling. And this morning, the phones are just lighting up. 
But, you know, when, when I actually talk to you, two things. Don't claim to know what you're doing because you, to know what you're talking about because, you know, for the most part, we don't. We are not health experts. We don't know. We don't have the answers. But also be respectful of the show because I really like doing this. And I like talking to the general population. But if you call and start spewing nonsense that could potentially get us off air, that's not nice. That's not nice. I'm going to hang up on you. It's my show still. I will listen to you. We will talk. We will dissect the topic if we need to. And uh, you know, there are some of you that are so awesome. I still don't know how many Frank listeners do I have because everybody's called Frank these days. You know, let's talk to Rocco. Rocco. Talk to me. What's going on, man? Oh, hello. Hello. I was ready last time. must have been your system, so I just want to apologize. No problem. No problem. What's happening? Okay. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm really listening to your show this morning. I'm, I'm really happy to be Canadian. It seems like you're, you're creating like an opening for people to actually voice what's, what's really going on with the common man around. And I, and I'm glad, I'm really happy to hear what I'm hearing. I'm sort of you know, that there is faith in Canada. We, we can't rely on our politicians. I mean, we have to find some way to rise above as, as people in our society here. And I, mm-hmm. I wanted to say that we've got to come up with a, with a collective, informative way to, to resist with what's going on with the government, the government restrictions. Now, when I, you know, at Rocco, I might run for office in the next election. But here okay. is my problem. I have so many skeletons in my, actually, I, I, I don't have a closet. I have like the catacombs just filled with skeletons. <laughs> That's the problem. Every single person that I've dated in my life is on a job. Oh, you know, I don't know about yeah. that. But you know, I, I may run for office. Because I, I, the only way to generate change is to do it yourself. And I can tell you this based on what I see out there right now. I don't know if I am underqualified, as underqualified as I thought that I was at the beginning. Do you know what well, I'm saying? Yeah, I could, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter what's in your closet. It's what you're projecting into the future for, you know, for our country, for our province, for our city, whatever. I think that's what matters. But well, you know, everyone's got skeletons in their closet. So, like, you know, <laughs> let he who hasn't seen throw the first stone type of thing. Hey, but listen, I, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> Sorry? It's easy for you to say. Okay, well, you know, I, I, but can I elaborate? Do you, do you remember when the government came out with the, the, the law that the police were supposed to pull people over, ask them where they're going? There was supposed to be border restrictions, and, and the police collectively, informatively, came out and said, we can't back that. We can't support that. And the government actually did full circle and backtracked. Remember that? I remember, and you know, it was a wonderful, wonderful thing that happened. But unfortunately, that requires character. It requires strength. And I think that a lot of people are so desensitized by what's going on right now that they just want to say, okay, just, just do it. Just do it. Just move on. Let's just do it. Because people are sick of all of this, Rocco. We have desensitized the community, and that is a problem. You know, one of my buddies sent me a text. He says, Greg, you're one of the only ones that still has any fight left in them. And you know, is is fascinating to me because I cannot understand how more people are not up in arms and saying, folks, we need an actual direction. We need a credible direction of where to take this in a way that makes sense because what's happening right now does not make sense. 
So, I, uh, Rocco, thank you so much for the phone call, man. I really appreciate it, but there's a pile of phone calls here, and I have to get to them. Frank from Concord. Frank, what can I do for you? Greg, I love you. I would love a jiu-jitsu shot right in the side of my jaw. I weigh no, about, coming up on 300 pounds, so I don't know. Oh, man. I bet you I'll go down like a, like a, like the, the Twin Towers. But I... Uh, I uh, I wanted to say the um, uh, I lost my train of thought last time, but the the uh, <laughs> it seems like it's happening again, Frank. Frank, are you okay, dude? You know uh, you you're worrying me these days. You're forgetting a lot of what you're saying. What's happening here? Uh, no, I, I I love you. It's fuck it. It's red. Sorry, red. Oh no! Let, we've got to move on to another Frank that has. <laughs> God. We're going to move on to another Frank that, uh, you know, he's going to talk about the government shutdowns. The second Frank now. Frank, thank you for calling the Gorasco Show. How can we help? Oh, got a problem there, Greg. We lost Frank. We got Glenn. Glenn, you are oh. now on the Carrasco Show. Hey, Glenn. Hey, how are you? Talk to me. Here, guys. <laughs> Glenn. Oh, Glenn, the floor is yours, man. Talk to me. Oh, no, it's Frank. Yeah, this is Frank. The authentic Frank. The authentic Frank. Oh, exactly. my God. The I don't know. One. Not these interlopers pretending to be Frank. I'm Frank. Okay, so talk to me. What's going on? Okay, okay. go on. Go on. Well, what I'm, what I'm seeing here is all these uh, closing of indoor dinings. That's going to tank the uh, restaurant industry. They will go away. They can't you know, take much more of this. But anything to do with fitness, they just need to have it in for And that's whether it's a jujitsu Confused to cross it. Even stuff like young kids now, they don't have their gymnastics and their dance classes. They have none of this anymore. And they're starting to get pudgy. And that's the real word for it. They're getting slothful. They're getting lazy. They're getting pudgy because they just keep getting this ripped away from them. And I'm thinking, why are they after these two things specifically? It just does not make any sense to me. Maybe it makes less sense to you. Well, listen. I I think that is simple. I mean, if uh, if the healthcare is a business, you the 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 more unhealthy people are, the more profitable the business becomes. I you know, isn't that a pretty simple capitalism or cronus corporate capitalism at its worst? No, because they can't handle it. If they could handle the volume, fine. If we had like a million hospital beds ready, you know, and things ready to go, and oh, come on, bring in these people that are unhealthy, that would be that would be absolutely it. But they don't. So what they're saying is, well, we have no, we have no health capacity, but we're going to do everything we can to keep you from getting healthy. On yeah, but I mean, home. if you if you don't have the, the the hospital capacity, you know, you you can sell them treatment, and and I think that there is where the money is these days. But Frank, thank you so much for phone call, calling the show, man. I, uh, you know, I, there is a part. <laughs> this, the the phones are blowing up this morning, and thank good, you so much, good. Austin, for Thanks. trying to keep everything together here. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank um, you, Greg. I wish you could do a better job. I apologize. Oh, uh, stop I, it. You're doing an amazing job. Who is next on the line? Do you know? Is it, is it Glenn or is it Jim? I do believe we have Glenn. Glenn, are you there right now on the line? Yes, sir. Hey, Glenn, talk to me. Okay, good morning, Greg. I'd just like good to preface things uh, saying that you should be in politics because right now this is beyond belief. Um, secondly, my points are, I'll just keep them brief. I know you're busy. Uh, let's look at nature. Do wolves let the stupidest and weakest run the pack? No. 
And you know what? People need to remember this at election time. It's funny. I, oh, I love you, man. I love you, but that's awesome. The second one is, like, as always, follow the money. Who profits, not who suffers. Remember this at election time. You know, you, 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 you're spitting some truths right now. Yeah. Anything else on your mind this morning, Glenn? One quick car question. Yeah. Uh, late model uh, Nissan 370Z. What do you think? 9K yeah. on it? Amazing. Amazing. You know, it's yeah. one of the most underrated sports cars on the planet. Rear wheel uh-huh. drive, perfectly balanced. Uh-huh. You know, as strong as an ox. They never break down. You right. know, the collector's items. Get it. Get it done. Uh, compared to a. Uh, a Subaru BRZ or the new... Uh, uh, no, 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 no. There's no comparison. No. You know, one is a you know, 3.7 V6, mm-hmm. 333 horsepower beast. The mm-hmm. other one is a 2.4. You know, it's, you're talking something that is... They're not, they're not in the same category. Now, the BRZ is phenomenal, but mm-hmm. it's a different beast. You yeah. know, one, one is a baby. The other one is a, it's strong. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, Get the great. Z. I'm, I'm going to run. Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, just keep up putting the word out. This is, this is insanity. I can't believe the... Uh, slide the socialist nonsense we're heading for. <laughs> I know, I hear you. You know, thank you so much. You know, uh, let's take one more phone call before we go to a short break. Who is next on the line, Austin? You tell me. I don't want to guess. Well, I like to, it sounds like it's a guess for me, too. I believe we have Sean. Sean from Mississauga. You're on the line with Greg Carrasco, please. Sean, what's Hi, happening, Greg. brother? Hi, Greg. Uh, Mom, very much appreciate everything you do. Um, it's my uh, second time having a conversation with you, so I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, my question, my, my, my thought is on the vaccinations is that we have to remember, people, that we, we, um, we had vaccination cards to, just to go to school and sign up every year. We had that, which is essentially the same thing as the vaccine passport. Um, and, and, I, and I just really want to urge people that, um, to, to reconsider that. And, but, um, you know, Sean, and, and, I, listen, yeah. I don't disagree with you. Uh, yeah. I, I, in fact, I agree with you 100%, but that's none of your business. You know, whatever people choose to do when it comes to, you know, their personal medical choices is their personal medical choices. And this is a treatment. This is not a vaccine. You know, if it stop, you know, if you stop getting, if you don't get sick, and after you're vaccinated, and if you stop the spread after you get vaccinated, I'd say fine, but it isn't. In fact, we have never had so many cases in Ontario as we have right now, but we've never had so many vaccinated people in Ontario. So what are they, what are they telling me? Well, are, are they, is it, is it that um, personal choice or social media is, is changing things? We didn't have a choice when we were younger. I understand that, but you know, yeah. look at it this way. We have never had so many people vaccinated in Ontario and we've never had so many cases. So this goes to tell you that this is whatever we're doing is not working, but we keep doing it again and again and again. And that's, that's the topic of conversation that I really want to have because I'm, look, if somebody wants to get vaccinated, go do it right now. Please do it. Do us all a favor. Stop talking about it. Go get vaccinated. But you know, if, if, if you, if we are doing everything that the government wants us to do and we are still going into another lockdown, then whatever the government is telling us to do, it's not working. So that's the end of the story. You know, let's take a short break, folks. You're listening to the Greg Carrasco show. I think that it's one of the last common sense conversation places that we have left on the radio. And I will enjoy this so long as I have it. Uh, we are live. 416 870 is the phone number. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. What's up, sports fans? Forrest Griffin here, and I want...
I don't know if we're going to get in trouble for that one. But folks, you are listening to the Greg Carrasco show that traditionally is the largest automotive radio show in Canada. But you know, I'm tired of talking about cars. So we're talking about life. And, uh, you know, like I, I've said many times before, just try to keep the show clean. Just try to keep it honest. And, uh, we, we will have a conversation. Uh, Jim from Pickering, you have like a minute because there are so many phone calls on the other side, uh, that I want to be fair to everyone else. So Jim, what's on your mind? Greg, happy birthday. Happy New Year. It's been a while. And you know, thank what? you, I'm hermano. Sitting, I'm sitting here smiling and laughing at that your comment about the catacombs. I'm just enjoying the show, Greg. Greg. <laughs> thank you. I have a quiet Christmas. So what I decided to do was, I buy all my books, but I went to the library and got this one. I'm sure you've read it. I was been going to read this book for 15 years. I finally read The Alchemist. You know? Oh, dude, it's that you know I'm talking top three, man. That's that book is not a book. That book is a friend of mine. Really? Uh, and the uh, you know yeah, man. I, I I think that it touches me in a way that not yeah. a lot of books have been able to reach me. And you know the other book that that has the same effect on me. Is the Undoing Project by Michael Lewis? I know you talked about that one, yeah. You know, those are you know in in my world, that's right up there. Top, really? Top? Oh yeah, man. I yeah. I can talk about books forever, but a lot of people are not interested in literature, in, which is unfortunate. I know. It's very but, unfortunate. Do you know what it reminded me of? That book, uh, Greg, was um, Jonathan Livingston's uh, Seagull, uh, Richard Bach. Like that really? book is, it's so metaphorical, but it, it was good. But it was translated from Spanish into English, wasn't it, uh, Greg? Yeah, it was. And the, you know, I'll tell you something. I, I decided to go back to another good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And the book is called The Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi. And uh, I, I am, this is probably the fifth time that I've read it. And uh, uh, it's, oh, wow. it's fascinating. I strongly recommend it. Uh, you need to give it some time to, you know, to dissect it. But once you get into the meat of it, uh, you know, it's, it's fascinating. Uh, thank you so much, Jim. I really Thanks, appreciate Greg, it. Stay listening. We love you right back. Let's talk to Kevin uh, about entitlement. Kevin, what's on your mind? Gregory, how are you? I am well, man. Talk to me. We talked about, I don't know, we talked about maybe, I don't know, summer of 2020. And I said that this would last three to five years. And you mm -hmm. didn't think I was right then. And now I say it'll be five to seven, if not ten years, because it's nonsense and people will not stop. Well, mm -hmm. like I said at the beginning of the show, Kevin, you know, we complied so it would stop. But because but we, it com we complied, it will never stop. We need to so have four questions that you have to answer. And once you answer yes to all four, you'll understand. The spread needs to stop. That has, to, that has to happen. We need to slow it yep. down, if not stop it. That has to happen. Otherwise, you won't have somebody at the hospital when you break your leg. Somebody break, you break somebody else's leg, I should say, because they're not going to break your leg. You'll break mm -hmm. someone else's leg at jiu-jitsu, and they're going to have to go to the hospital, and there won't be someone there to look after them. So that's number one. Number two, the economy cannot be salvaged. We know that now. There's no chance of stopping that. The supply chain is, there's 100 ships still sitting with crap in the uh, harbor in California. Normal's not coming back. And if it does, that's a bonus. But we're not entitled to what we had in 2019. Number four, we're in this mess for a long, long time. Once we understand all four of those things, 
we're fine. It's got nothing to do. And even if it is a conspiracy, it doesn't matter because it still doesn't stop the hospital. Dude, man, don't depress me that way. Don't depress me that way, Kevin. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I do believe that we can come back to a place in which we can all be safe around one another. You know, uh, unfortunately, you know, the algorithms of IG are just destroying our society. Instagram's algorithms have been questioned for a long time right now. And, you know, once you go down a rabbit hole, it'll chase you. So it will polarize you in ways that you cannot understand. But, you know, when I see people uh, getting tossed out of Dollarama because they bring their mask down to smell a candle, and I, this was all over social media, yes, and, and I'm thinking, okay, really, where are we now? What have we become? This you know, the world. It's you know, it's it, not- it is. And, uh, you know, when I talk to my people in Chile, uh, and I know that they have already four vaccines in them and they're pushing for the fifth one. I just see my future and, uh, and, and I don't like what I see. So at some point we need to ask ourselves, is this it? Is this as good as it's going to get? By the way, one of my favorite movies. But is this as good as it's going to get? And if it is, we need to do something about it. Kevin, thank you so much for calling the show, man. I really love the fact that you call in and smart people like yourself are listening to me. I, I, I really appreciate it. You know, folks, those were three straight hours of stream of consciousness. This show is not scripted. This show is your show. This show, in my opinion, is the last bastion of common sense and truth and freedom that we have here in the GTA. Why? Because I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a radio broadcaster. I'm just... You know, look, man, I'm just an immigrant that came in here and tried to find my way. English is my second language. <laughs> Love it. I was talking to my buddy Gary Bowman earlier. He says, oh, man, this, this show is really good today. And I said, yeah, it's funny because at 25 years old, I still couldn't speak English. How old are you, Austin? I actually was you? my birthday on Thursday. I just turned 26, Greg. So thank you for Happy asking. Happy birthday. Thank you you see, much. at your age, I still couldn't speak English. And the fact that I have a platform today in which I use to try to instigate dialogue and communication and intellectual sparring between us. But still we can actually hear one another on the other side of the phone and, 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 and recognize that, that you are a human trying to figure things out, and you are just as scared as I am. It's fascinating to me. And this show is important, folks. You need to protect this show with everything you have because we don't have very many places in which we can go and talk about real things with real people that are just as afraid. Don't claim to know the answer because you don't. Neither do I. But I'm perfectly okay saying I don't know and I am afraid. You know, when I, when I got coronavirus last month, I was afraid because of what everybody else told me that I was, that was going to happen to me. But it didn't. It was just a bad flu. In fact, the previous flu that I had was probably worse. But anyways, that's a whole different conversation that I would probably have with you next week. But anyways, I love you all. Every single one of you that are listening to the show this morning. I love every one of you except one. There is one of you that I do not love. There is no love from me to you. Nothing. Zero. You know who you are. I don't love you. But to the rest, 
I love you. Now, before you make any car buying decisions, <laughs> before you make any car buying decisions, you owe it to yourself to go to one of the safest places on the planet. Because if you don't want to, we won't even look at you. We won't even talk to you if you don't want us to. You need to come and see me at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. And you need to remember this. There is something happening there at OakvilleNissan.com. It's been an honor serving with you all. Autobots, roll out. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. No it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a... Mike Robitaille here, and I'm just your basic, mediocre, former NHL player. And speaking of mediocre...